Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tiniest spider is crawling across my computer screen right now. What's its name? Oh, I don't know. Did you ask it? No. Hey, Spidey. Hey. His name's Peter. Hey, oh. Parker. He's like, that's actually a very hurtful stereotype. <laughs> wow. I don't appreciate that. <sighs> I don't yeah. know. What's new? Um, shit. I don't know. Um, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, search or anything interesting yeah uh, control f anything interesting <laughs> <laughs> error any, 404 interesting not found any exclamation points in my recent events <laughs> no no i mean I, we didn't even have D this week i didn't really do anything yeah same same yeah i started watching what we do in the shadows the tv show that's really good. It's very funny. Uh, yeah. I watched the first couple episodes, and I meant to watch more. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that I, like, knew that I would like, because yeah. I enjoyed the movie so much, yeah. and I like all the people who are in it, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's just a matter of getting around mm-hmm. to watching it, and actually watching it, and so yeah. I started watching and it's very good. Um, Yeah, it's very funny, and if you've watched the Great Big Flower Fight oh yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. That's hosted by Nadia. Aww. Yeah. I love her. She's in Mighty Boosh. Yeah. Also, she just plays, like, little bit parts. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing her there. I love seeing her now, like, in a, like, actual for real yeah. major role, which is tight. And then Matt Berry, mm-hmm. who plays Laszlo, mm-hmm. is, like, one of my favorite British actors. Yeah. He's just so good. I like the way that he talks. Which one is he? Laszlo. Yeah. He's, like, Nadia's husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, everything he says sounds like this. Yeah. He's like, Nadja, my love. And I just, that's the way he talks in everything he ever does. He's in Mighty Boosh, too, and he's in... What's stopping you from talking like that? The IT crowd. (laughs) That's a good question. You can be whatever you want to be. That's true. You can do whatever you want. That is also true. (laughs) Uh, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't either. Well, you know, that's okay. Because I have a feeling, just... Based on what I remember about this movie, uh-huh. that this is going to be a long one. Yeah. So I think we should just get right into it. Okay. So I'm Meatwitch. I'm Bucket Snake. This is Replay Rewind. It wh- is. Which is a podcast about movies that we watched when we were kids. We pick a movie, we talk about what we remember happening in it, and then we go and watch it, and then we come back and tell you what actually happened, and then we tell you some fun trivia about it, and that's it. Yep. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. So I have a question for you. Okay. Do you have a favorite kind and, or, a least favorite kind of bug. Yes. Tell me about it. I definitely, I think I, I think I just have two 
least favorite kinds of bugs. Yeah. No, three. Okay. <laughs> and then all other bugs are valid. Okay. Tell me about the invalid bugs first. Mosquitoes. True. Number one. Yeah. They're so bad at yeah. my house that they like, they're so bad in my yard. I know I've already talked about it. They're so bad. They've started getting in my house. I was like, my roommate and I were talking about getting citronella candles for indoors because mm-hmm. it's just like impossible to live with them. Yeah. Cannot coexist. Yeah. Number two, those big cave crickets. Uh-huh. Which they don't bother me as much anymore because my cat will kill them. Yeah. And I never see a whole one. I just see like a leg <laughs> here and there that I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then number three, silverfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're disgusting. Too spindly. Yeah. They're, just too, they're kind of fuzzy. They're just weird. They're, they're just, just gross. Look like they don't belong. Yeah. Here. Yeah. They look like they're from another planet. And they're coming to take over. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like them. Yeah. Other than that, um, I just, I don't know. Bugs are cool. I like to look at them. Sure. I like to, uh, you know, I don't want them to be on me most of the time. Right, right, right. I like them if they're outside. Yeah. Where they live. Or I don't really want them in my house. An insect house where you can, like, look at them under glass and be like, ooh. Yeah. Real close. I know what your favorite bug is. What is it? A walking stick. I do like walking sticks. <laughs> they get so big. I know. The last time we went to the zoo, we just stood and stared at them for That's so long. That's true. It's like, <laughs> look at him. This bug is two feet long. I know. And it's not creeping me out. I think I appreciate the fact that they don't creep me out. Yeah, they, they're not creepy looking. they're just like sticks. Yeah, it's just a stick. And it, yeah, especially the, at the Cincinnati Zoo, they have like that display of them. Well, they have two displays and you're like, whoa, these are big bugs. And you go see the second one and they're even bigger. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wild. But it's, you're kind of looking at it and you're like, yeah, this is crazy. And then it's like, oh, wait, that's a bug. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a bug. Yeah. And you're like, if this is more bugs than sticks, I think. Is there an actual tree in here or is this just bugs? <laughs> Those are tight. That's true. I don't know if they're my fave, but okay, definitely well, up there. What do you think is your fave? I don't know. I, li- I mean, you know, the I like the real pretty ones, butterflies and yeah. stuff. I like, I don't like it when bugs are uh, real shiny, unless they're like kind of rainbow shiny, that's fun. But if they're like yeah. black and shiny, like cockroaches and beet, I'm just like, ew, mm-hmm. nah, crickets. But grasshoppers, which look just like crickets, but they got a different finish. They yeah. got the matte green. Yeah, they're more matte. So they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> don't like when they're shiny. Yeah, and, you know, now that I think about it, I know I told the story before on the podcast about going camping and getting smacked in the face with grasshoppers. Mm -hmm. That was just funny. Yeah. If it were crickets, I would have been like, ugh. It wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) It's gross. Yeah. So I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. I've had a couple run-ins with stink bugs, but they mostly just annoy me. Any bug that flies into your face is like, okay, you're just disrespecting me. Right. (laughs) I don't like the disrespectful ones. Yeah, when we were hiking, when we were on vacation, yeah, and those tiny bugs just kept like flying right into our eyeballs. Yeah, I was like, "Excuse me, stop!" <laughs> Personal space, man. I I get that this is your house, and that's fine, but like, this yeah. is my face. I'm trying to see. I'm asking for a few inches here. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. Not a lot. So why are we talking about bugs, Mewage? Because this week we are talking about the Woody Allen movie. Cool. God. Ants yeah. with a Z. Uh, huh. Ants. Ants. <laughs> I don't remember anything hardly about this movie except here's what I remember. Okay. It came out 
because I feel like this happens with a lot of studios, and I think we've talked about it before, yeah. where a movie comes out and then another studio will put out a movie that is very similar. Yes. And so it came out right around the same time as A Bug's Life. Yep. So I, I feel like 97, 98, I was mm-hmm. like 10. There is a scene where they're like, maybe at a picnic. I don't know. They get stuck to the bottom of a shoe and some gum, like the main character aunt and his like girlfriend aunt oh. or love interest. They get like stuck to some gum at the bottom of a shoe. This person is walking and they pick up a penny and he like sees George. No, he sees Abraham Lincoln's face and he's like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> That's the one scene I remember from this movie. <laughs> And then the the only other thing that I remember is just a general feeling of even as like a 10 year old being like, this movie is not for me. Yeah. This is not for children. Yeah, this movie is intense. That's what I remember is the overall just being like, this isn't really like a kid's movie. Yeah. And there's things happening that I don't quite understand. Yeah. I know they cuss. Yeah. And it just felt, it just feels really dark. And I know that like A Bug's Life gets kind of dark, but this feels yeah extremely dark. Well, A Bug's Life too is like... A Bug's Life also. Is there a Bug's Life too? I don't think so. Okay, cool. A Bug's Life is, like, brighter, and, like, all the characters are, like, rounder. You know? Yeah. It's, like, softer. Their yes. eyes are bigger. Yes. I remember And they're, like, bluish-purple. Every- everything's, like, really angular. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their faces are more human. Mm-hmm. And they're brown. Yeah. 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 I remember one, just one ant being really buff. <laughs> One of the characters yeah. is really buff. And I'm trying to picture him, but I just keep getting Larry the Lobster <laughs> <laughs> from Spongebob. Yeah. But gray. <laughs> Perfect. But I don't... Re- I know there's like a... Is it like there's a war or something? I don't know, because I also am like... I feel like there's an army. How much of it is... Well, of course, they're ants. But like how much right. of it is a bug's life that's getting in my brain, like the plot of that right, movie... Yeah. Because I, I truly don't remember what... I don't remember that much of A Bug's Life either, this honestly. This about, yeah. Not like the main plot. I remember the characters pretty well. Well, and so in A Bug's Life, it's the grasshoppers make the ants gather all the food and then they keep it. Right. And the ants are like, there's more of us than there are of them. We don't have to take this anymore. Yes. I have no idea what ants is about. Huh. So. I, I mean, I truly don't know. I just... Uh, I have a feeling that it's going to be a little problematic. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's fucking Cause Woody it's Allen. Woody Allen. And it, I mean, it. Woody Allen should not make movies. At all. F- full stop. Yeah. But he especially shouldn't make movies for children. And well, I don't think that he did. This is proof. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> he shouldn't make animated movies that children might watch. Yeah. Do you think, I'm sure we'll find out, but do you think it was like an accident? Because I do feel like, we talked about that when we did Shazam Kazam. Mm-hmm. of how sometimes it just happens but then sometimes it's like one studio trying to capitalize on yeah like the popularity of something i, I yeah i really don't know i feel like they're so close together but i also I feel like you know one studio gets wind of oh disney pixar is doing a movie about bugs we gotta do and this right. is probably what dreamworks or i think it's paramount DreamWorks. or did dreamworks yeah dreamworks exists when did jeffrey kassenberg leave i don't know 2000? Was it that late? Maybe. I don't remember. It depends on when Aladdin and the 40 Thieves came out. Because mm. <laughs> that was Robin Williams went back. Yeah. Well, I just think of because 
you know, because that character in Shrek is based on Michael Eisner as a fuck you to Michael Eisner from Jeffrey Katzenberg because he went and started. Yeah. But Hercules, Hercules came out in 97. I think so. And Hades was based on Jeffrey Katzenberg. Was he still part of Disney oh. at that point? I don't know when DreamWorks started, but it's definitely. I'm I mean, sure we'll find out. For sure. We'll find That's our job. Yeah. We'll find out all these things. But it also might be like, I don't know, Fox or some shit. That's true. Who knows? Definitely not Disney. Marvel. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of cringing. Mm-hmm. We're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I picked this one knowing we would regret it. That's fair. I was like, I'm ready to be mad at it. Ready to regret <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just had so much fun. Yeah. With Beethoven and yeah. Return of the Pink Panther. I was like, all right. Time to bring it down. Let's not. Ha- let's stop having fun. Yeah. Too much fun. Whoa, we got. We got to. You know, let's break fair. it up. All right. Well, go get some chocolate covered ants. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Some raisinets. Fuck do people eat? <laughs> I don't know. Get some candy. One time, here's the tiny aside. One time yes. in the first grade, we had to come up with new ice cream flavors yeah we had to like think up our own ice cream flavor that we'd never had before and i made a lemon ice cream with chocolate chips in it called ants in the sand oh <laughs> that's so cute yeah we did a thing like that too when i was a kid hmm. and i remember being like "Ooh, i want to make a candy bar called a mars bar oh and my teacher was like that already exists and i don't think i knew that yeah yeah huh yeah born at the wrong time interesting anyway go get some fucking candy call it whatever you want i don't give a shit check out our patreon while you're doing that patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast for bonus episodes we'll be right back see you soon hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, that was a fucking communist movie. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember those undertones. That's what I was going to suggest. Overtones. Yeah. Uh, to- just tones. Tones. They're, not, they're just, it's the tone. The theme. Woof. Yeah, the IMDb says a rather neurotic ant tries oh. to break from his totalitarian society while trying to win the affection of the princess he loves. Does he love her? No. They don't know each other. They don't know each other. This is me in every movie. They don't know each other. I know. It's so dumb. 
But I mean, especially this one is frustrating, although maybe all Woody Allen movies are like this, but like when we've talked about it, where we've not seen any. Well, Woody Allen didn't write this movie. Oh, okay. Then that makes a little more sense. Yeah. But- he only did the voice work for Z. He didn't have... Oh. He, like, interjected some of his own stuff in his dialogue, but... Sure. He wasn't a writer. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, I feel like he is good at the rom-com. Yeah. That's I, what he's known for. I guess and I was so. just like, these characters have no con- chemistry or connection whatsoever. Yeah. So it actually makes more sense that he didn't write it. Anyway. Anyway. It's a DreamWorks movie. I know we had a discussion about who made this. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks. The cast is stacked. It's incredible. Every name that came up, I was like, what? What? (laughs) I know. I really like the way they did the opening credits where it's like teeny tiny little writing on a page and then they put a magnifying glass over it. It's It's a really cute way of doing it. And then it stops being cute forever (laughs) after that, basically. (laughs) And that's where the cuteness ends. (laughs) So the opening scene starts with a shot of tall grass, which kind of looks like tall buildings. Mm Mm-hmm kind of the implication a voiceover is saying that he's always worked in a big city but he doesn't know why because he doesn't like big crowds or enclosed spaces it probably all goes back to his childhood he was the middle child of five million yeah (laughs) yeah as this is happening the camera kind of zooms from the grass down into the dirt through some tunnels and we get a bird's eye view of an ant lying on a blade of grass talking to his shrink Mm -hmm. it's very good I mean, it's like, oh, ha ha, why does he even have a shrink? I don't know. He's an ant. Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't matter. I know. But just, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't matter. His feelings don't matter. Yeah, so he's just, he says, I've always had abandonment issues. My dad was basically a drone and he flew away when I was a larva. Uh, it's just all these like little, you know, it's like, I'm, I feel inadequate. I feel like I don't matter, you know, and I never wanted to be, he just handles dirt. He's like, yeah. that's, not my, that's not my idea of a rewarding career. Also, he feels inadequate because he can only lift 10 times his body weight. I mean, most ants can lift 50 times their body weight, so he's a little scrawny. He's a scrawny little ant. To be fair, yeah. He's, he says, what about my needs? What about me? And, like, we're 10 seconds in and I'm like, I hate this guy. Yeah, and it doesn't he just get... whines the whole time. Yeah, it doesn't get any better. He's so whiny. Yeah. But he's telling his shrink... You know, the whole system makes him feel insignificant. He has to believe there's something better out there. Mm-hmm. And his doctor says, excellent. You've really made a breakthrough. I you have? are insignificant. I am. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So as that's happening, we look like out the window of the doctor's office and we see this city and it's like huge and it's full of ants. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, it just looks like a small city, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a very tiny, big city. Yeah. Different, like, shops and buildings and, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff then, like that. Like, a bunch of signs that talk about how, like, labor is great, basically. Yeah. And if you have downtime, you could be training or whatever, you yeah. know, like, working is the most important thing in the world. Exactly. That sort of thing. Yes. So, Z is this character. He is voiced by Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. He's making his way downtown through a big old crowd. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, we get a pretty good shot of all the different compartments of the city. Yeah, there's, like, a big statue of Atlas, but it's an ant. Yeah. Antlers. Yeah. All of the thing. We see <laughs> that a line of baby ants mm-hmm. are being carried out to be placed for their jobs. Yeah. They're getting handed, like, they're immediately handed either a pickaxe yeah. or 
a helmet. Yeah. So they're either a worker or a soldier. Yes. Those are the only two options. Yes. You can carry dirt or you can learn to fight. Uh-huh. And so Z tries to go back to work. Well, he, go- he goes back to work and he's trying to be positive about it. He's like, yeah. you know, it's fine. Okay. So I'm insignificant. Whatever. Like everybody's insignificant. I'll just try and make the best of it. And yeah. he's like talking out loud to himself and trying to get, he's got his pickaxe and he's trying to dig and move dirt and whatever. And he gets hit in the face with a bunch of dirt by this other aunt who works next to him, who is named Azteca, mm-hmm. who is voiced by Jennifer Lopez. Yep. And he says, oh, great. It's working. He's like, I've convinced myself I'm so insignificant that I'm invisible. And Azteca is just kind of like, dude, it's not all about you. It's about us as a collective, as a colony, because we're ants and we're all working together to make the world a better place for everyone else as a collective. Yeah. It's what ants do. And speaking of working together, the foreman comes over and calls for wrecking ball duty. Yeah. Because I guess they're going to try and break up like a big clump of dirt. Yeah. I don't know, but they have to all join together to create a giant ball of ants to swing and hit some dirt. It's very strange. Also, I don't think that's how physics works. Uh, don't think so. I mean, I guess if you had two people run into something at the same time instead of one person, you would move it farther. And so if you had 50 people run into something at the same time, you would move it even farther. But I just feel like just having, just throwing a lot of bodies at a solid thing is not going to make that solid thing bust up. Yeah. The the bodies are going, a wrecking ball works because it is big and heavy and solid. Yeah, and it's usually... More solid than the thing you are swinging it at. Yeah, running into something that's hollow. Right. Whereas they're trying to bust up, like, some dirt. Yeah. With just, like, a bunch of ant bodies stacked on top of each other. I think the ants would just fall apart. But what do I know? I mean, I don't know. I'm a hairdresser. (laughs) (laughs) Not an entomologist. But anyway, they all ball up into a giant ball of ants and then go to swing themselves at whatever obstruction. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Z has the job of being part of the chain. Yeah. From, like, the ceiling to the ball of ants. Yeah. Which is, like, he already said he can't hold more than ten times his body weight. Yeah. Which is, like, it's okay, weird. you're holding, like, hundreds of ants. Yeah. But he also says that he gets nauseous from heights. Yeah. So he, they're swinging, and he just lets go because he's about to throw up. Yep. And the ball just, like, tumbles off into the work area and destroys a bunch of shit. Uh-huh. Knocks a bunch of people over. He says, I get it. I dropped the ball. <sighs> <laughs> Whatever. So then we see the underground higher-ups. Yes. Who are General Mandible, mm-hmm. voiced by Gene Hackman, talking to some other soldier ants about how the worker ants are weak and not disciplined enough. Yeah, and the foreman is like, listen, everybody's doing their best, mm-hmm. but the general says, we have to finish the tunnel on time, and if anyone fucks that up, they're going to have to talk to Colonel Cutter. Yes. Who's voiced by Christopher Walken. Yes. I don't understand this exchange, because Mandible is clearly, like, I've, I've never been in the military, but a general is higher than a colonel? He certainly oh. acts like it. Yeah, I think he is. I don't know. Because Colonel Cutter keeps calling him sir the yeah. whole time, so he clearly answers to him. Yeah. And he's also clearly the more scary one. Like, Mandible is scarier than Cutter. Right. And so it's weird that he's like, if They're gonna anybody... have to answer to him. Yeah. And I'm like, he doesn't seem that menacing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he is kind he of menacing, doesn't... the way he, he talks. Sure. But he's not more menacing 
than yeah. general mandible maybe he just has a reputation doesn't outrank him i just i guess wish they would have shown that more that like yeah because he, he's not scary and then you hear him talk and you're like that's christopher walken he's not scary at all <laughs> just sounds like christopher walken yeah so I, I don't understand why he's like they'll have to talk to colonel cutter and believe me he's not as nice as i am and i'm like is he not you're not nice you're not nice mean? at all so the foreman leaves and mandible and cutter start talking about how they're gonna have a fresh start in four days which sets us up to know that they're plotting something yeah i also don't understand maybe we can circle back to it at the end i don't understand the time constraint um i don't either because he's like we have to finish it on time i guess he just wants it to be over with i guess it's just it could be yeah like anytime at any time yeah. i guess he's just in a hurry i guess so so anyway yeah so he says you know they're gonna have a fresh start in four days mm-hmm. and then he also says that there is a termite army mobilizing against them and they need to send troops to fight them yes cutter says ants against termites that's suicide uh-huh and that's when mandible says exactly <gasps> do you have the list i asked for and Cutter hands over a list of units that are loyal to the queen. Uh-huh. And they're the ones that will be sent against the termites. Oh, no. Yeah, so we already get this, like, Mandible is trying to get rid of, I guess, his competition? I don't know. Yeah, any of the soldiers that are super loyal to the queen. Right. He's sending them off to die. Right. Great. But they need the queen's approval to declare war. Sure. She is still in charge. Yes. Uh, for now. For now. So, they go to talk to her. But she's like, why don't we just send an ambassador and negotiate a new treaty between us and the termites? Right. Why do we need to start a whole war about it? Yeah. He's like, well, because they've already declared the war, and so we need to strike first to get the element of surprise. Right. Because every ant life in this colony is precious to me. We need (laughs) to save it. He, like, hugs a baby. Yeah, because the queen is, like, giving birth every 10 seconds or whatever. Is that what she's doing? Yeah, and they're, like, handing her the babies as they're born so that she can hug them. Yeah. And then they're assigned to their job. But he, like, grabs a baby from her while he's giving this, like, every ant life is precious to me, but then he just, like, throws it at Cutter. Yeah, he just passes it off without even looking. Yeah. It's clearly very for show. Right. And then we meet Princess Bala, voiced by Sharon Stone. Yes. Who comes up to talk to General Mandible. Yes. And she's like, can we talk for a minute? Like, you and I. I was hoping we could have some private time to talk. So that maybe we could have a single conversation before we get married. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sure, 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 sure. What a great idea. Colonel Cutter, schedule me some time to talk to Princess Bala. And he's like, actually, sir, we're seconds ahead of schedule. So you have time right now. Go talk to her. Yeah. And he's like, okay, great. You've got my attention. And she's like, okay, a few seconds. It's not exactly what I was hoping for for a meaningful connection, but yeah, you work with what you got. Yeah. How's your day? Yeah. And he's like, well, we've declared war on the termites. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. She's like, well, that must be rough. And he's like, it is. In fact, a time is a wasting. (laughs) Colonel Cutter says something. Time waits for no ant. Yes. Something dumb. Anyway. But he's like, yeah, I gotta go. So she goes to her mom and she's like, why do I have to marry this man? He died. He doesn't like me. I don't know him. Like, what? what is, what's the deal here? Right. And the queen's like, he cares about you. He's just bad at showing it. And he begged to marry you. What? And it's your place to carry on my work. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. And Bala is like, but what if I don't want to do that? Yeah. And the queen says, listen, everybody has their place. 
You, the soldiers, and the workers. Mm -hmm. Literally nobody asked you what you wanted to do because you're an ant. Also, do ants marry for love? (laughs) I don't think they do. I mean, no. I don't think there's a... There's a weird, like... They chose, like, some characteristics of ants. Yeah. And then some characteristics of humans. Right. And they just don't go together. No. You know, because the queen is giving birth every ten seconds. That's her job. Yeah. But the queen gets impregnated, you know, by lots of ants, not just one. Right. Because if it was just one, then the king would be around because she's standing there giving birth. Yeah. (laughs) Also, you need diversity in the species, right? I mean, I don't know how Even it works with ants. With ants Can ants know. be ancestral? They have to be. I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Z has gotten off work and he is feeling sorry for himself at the ant bar. Yes, thank goodness there's a bar in this movie. Yes, of course. Why wouldn't there be? You know, for kids. So he's talking to this giant ant whose name is Weaver. That's who I remembered. I was like, I knew yes. there was a big beefy ant in this. He is very Larry the Lobster. Like, yeah. You are, you are definitely not far off when that's what you were picturing. He's got like a big square head. Mm-hmm. He's just a big buff ant. Yeah. Dude. Right. He's voiced by Sylvester Stallone. So yep. we get a lot of subtlety and nuance in his uh-huh. performance. Z is talking to Weaver about how nice it must be to be a soldier because he gets to go out and see the world. Yeah. But Weaver is like, I don't know, man, it's not that great. And also you get to spend all this time with the worker girls. But yeah. Z's like, yeah, but they're career girls. All they care about is dirt. I'll never meet a girl for me. Yeah. Which is like, <sighs> And then the best line of the whole movie. Oh, it's so great. They're drinking these beers, and Weaver's like, what, you don't want your aphid beer? Yeah, Z says, call me crazy, but I have a thing about drinking from the anus of another creature. What? Okay, first of all, yeah, that is gross. But second of all, you're ants. Excuse me? Like, that's what y'all do. I don't know. Like, relax. He is crazy. (laughs) I will call him crazy. But Weaver's like, oh, fine, I'll drink it. I'm cutting loose, because we have a royal inspection tomorrow. And Z's like, how do you stand it? You know, being up there, being inspected, but having the blue bloods look at you and decide whether or not you pass muster. Right, yeah. He's just, oh, he just whines the whole time. He's so whiny. Weaver's like, Weaver calls him out and says, listen, I've known you for a long time. And Z says, yeah, you were born six seconds after me. Yeah. And he's like, all you ever do is complain. Yeah. He says, what are you bitching about? We're the lords of the earth. Yeah. Which I thought that you were exaggerating in your notes, but he genuinely says, what are you bitching about? Yep. Which I was like, excuse me? For kids. For kids. But Z's just like, you know what? There's just, there's just gotta be a better place. <laughs> and like my Woody Allen impression. Yeah, it's great. good. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. The ant sitting next to Z overhears this and he says in a raspy voice, there is, I've been there. <gasps> this is Gribbs. Uh-huh. He is voiced by John Mahoney. Yeah, he has stubble on his ant face. Ant stubble. <laughs> But he starts telling Z about Insectopia. Ooh. The streets are paved with food. There's nobody telling you what to do. There's no wars. There's no colony. Mm-hmm. I should have never left. Yeah. And Z-, Z is being a dick. Immediately, yeah. He's just like, oh, get a load of this guy. Yeah. One too many aphid beers, I guess. Okay. All right, crazy man. You know, whatever. Th- thanks for talking to me. Yeah, but Grebs explains, he's like, listen, I was a soldier. I was on a recon mission. I got separated from my crew and I ended up in Insectopia. All you gotta do is head towards the Great Monolith, ten clicks past the Great Canyons, to the land of red and white. 
But as he's like kind of yelling this, the yeah. bouncers, I guess, yeah, come up and carry him away. They're like, "All right, old man, you've had enough." Yeah, and don't make a fool away. of yourself. Yeah. While this is happening, Princess Bala is pulling a Princess Jasmine. Yeah, she has snuck away from the palace. Yeah, down to the worker bar. Yeah, she walks in and she says, "This is so gritty." Yeah, she's got her two handmaidens with her, mm-hmm. and they're like, get, "Okay, ten minutes. We're gonna be here for ten minutes, and then we're leaving because this place is gross. People are gonna recognize you. Like, let's just get the fuck out of here." But she's like, "Nobody's gonna recognize me," and she takes her crown off. Yeah, so she just looks like an ant. Yep, and she hands it to one of her friends, which I'm like, "She ain't got pockets either, girl." <laughs> like, ant pockets. She's gonna put it in her ant pocket. <laughs> just hold on to this crown, I guess. Don't lose that; it's expensive. Yeah, she takes it off and she says, let's take a walk on the wild side. Yeah. Like, sachets into the bar. So then we hear the DJ say, it's 6.15, time to dance. Because, you know. They're ants. And they're ants and they, they do everything at the same time. Yeah. And so they do a very sad, like, square dance. Yeah. Together. It, it's all very, like, mechanical yeah. and stiff. They're all doing the exact same movements all at the same time. Yeah. It's great. Everyone except for Z. Right. Because he's just sitting at the bar complaining to no one. Yeah. About everyone being mindless zombies. Mm-hmm. But Bala comes up to him, because he's the only one sitting there, mm-hmm. and asks him to dance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, me? Yes. Hell yes. I love dancing. Right. Because <laughs> he's so beautiful. So then they go to dance, and he's like, why have I never seen you here before? And she says, well, I, you know, I work at the palace. And he's like, that must be so exciting. And they're like talking a bit. And Z is completely going off script as far as the dance goes. He's just making up his own moves, not facing the right direction. Very silly. And Princess Bala is like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of making it up, honestly. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just letting my body feel the music. And she's like, oh, shit, this is kind of fun. So then they do a dance together. Yeah. It's cute. Except then he bumps into another ant and gets his foot stepped on. Mm -hmm. And he says, youch. And then he tries to play it off, being cool. Like, that's Yowch. a thing that people say. Ouch. Right. Ouch. But then he's like, oh, sorry, let me get out of here. Let me get out of your way. You know, like, slinks off. But Bala is like, stand up for yourself, man. Tell that guy where to get off. Yeah. Yeah. And another guy bumps into him and Bala, like, c- confronts him. Yeah. On behalf of Z. Yeah. And they start trying to fight him. But she, he pulls Bala away and says, are you crazy? That guy's built like a pebble. <laughs> But then another ant comes up who is acting kind of like a bouncer and he's like, get back in line. Yeah. But then Bala confronts him. She's just trying to get him in trouble. Oh, yeah. And a group of soldiers threatens to beat Z up. But mm-hmm. Weaver gets in the way. Yes. And gets punched. Yeah. And just like can't feel it because right. he's built like a pebble. Uh-huh. And this starts a huge fight. Everyone in the bar is just kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, punching. It seems kind of like workers v. soldiers, but... There's mostly, yeah, there's just, like, an enormous fight happening. And the two, like, handmaiden ladies see that the guards are coming. And so they're like, Princess Bala, we gotta get out of here. They, like, yell at her. You know, they're like, Princess Bala! And she's like, all right, all right, all right, we're going. And Z hears her, you know, being called this. And he's like, what, you're a princess? And she's like, yeah, you gotta go. He says, when can I see you again? And she's like, oh, hmm, let me think about it. Yeah, never. Yeah. And then she smooches him on the cheek. And runs out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, my goodness. Just absolutely smitten. But then he gets punched. And, and the screen just goes black. <laughs> so, back to work. Z is at work, doing his digging job. Mm-hmm. But he's singing to himself about being in love. Yeah. Azteca, who's still working next to him, just rolls her eyes. 
Yes. He's not getting anything done. No, he's just dancing around with mm-hmm. his pickaxe and singing about how, oh, this must be love. And yeah. Getting zero work done. He goes to the bar again after work and is still in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell he's just sitting there waiting to see Bala again. But he waits until he's the last one there and yeah. she never came came in. No, I mean, she said, you will never see me again. Right. She, she told you that. Yeah. Bruh. Also, when baby larva ants are being assigned their job, do they get assigned the job of bartender? Yes. Or <laughs> are they just a worker ant until the current bartender ant dies? Yeah, they just get handed a little martini glass. <laughs> Good luck. Just like every 1,000 ant is just like bartender or psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> or the other There's got to be more than exist. one. Yeah, because yeah. there's so many of the ants. There's right? got to be more than one bar, more than one bartender. Yeah, you'd think. But the bartender is talking to Z, and he's like, yeah, it's always kind of slow in here the night before the royal review. Mm-hmm. And this gives Z an idea. Yeah. And he runs out while the bartender's still talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> so he leaves the bar, and he goes and he wakes up Weaver. And he says, listen, I have a great idea. Let me go to the royal inspection instead of you. And Weaver's like, you can get in so much trouble for impersonating a soldier. You can even get in trouble for listening to someone talk about impersonating a soldier. And that's when we <laughs> see that all of the soldiers sleeping around Weaver were listening. And yes. then they just immediately go back to sleep. Yes, it's actually really funny. Yeah, it is very funny. But Z is like, listen, I have to see her again or my life isn't worth living. Wow. Right. He's like, they- Weaver, think of all the things that I've done for you. And Weaver thinks about it for a second. And he's like, yeah, I can't think of any. Oh, uh, I can't think of any. So he's like, think of all the things I will do for you then. Yeah. But so th- he's like, oh, you know, okay, actually, if we switch, then I'll get to hang out with the working girl ants. Right. And, like, maybe meet a cute worker ant girl. So, all right, cool. We can switch. It's fine. Yeah. But Weaver says, Z, what kind of chance do you have with the princess? She probably won't even remember you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have to try. I have to try. You don't. <laughs> actually. So it's the royal inspection the yeah. next day. Yeah. Z has joined the ranks of the soldiers and is marching along with them, practicing what he's going to say when he meets the princess. Mm-hmm. We he's get- like, hey, it's me. Remember? We met at the bar. Yowch. Yowch. Yeah. Yowch. <laughs> we get like this zoomed out view, though. Like it- the scene starts close close in on his face yeah and then it zooms out and there are just so many of them yeah that it's very obvious that she's not gonna notice him because there are a sea of ants right it's like when you read people's fan fictions where they're like at a backstreet boys show and fucking kevin richardson makes eye contact with them in the crowd yeah no (laughs) no that didn't happen i can't see you no the lights are on the queen princess and General Mandy are all watching the march from up on a ledge. Mm-hmm. Mandy is talking about how beautiful the precision is. Yes. And Bala scoffs at him. Well, she thinks that he's talking about her yeah. for a second. Yeah. Because he's like, look how beautiful. And she's like, oh. And he's like, such precision. Yeah. Such force. And he's like, she's like, oh, god damn it. Not me. And I'm like, yeah, he's not even looking in your direction. Also, I don't think he likes women. <laughs> I don't think he cares. No, he doesn't. He's in love with the military. He just wants the power. power. Yes. Zia is trying desperately to get Bala's attention, but he's just a little old bitty ant. Yeah, he's like running into the all the ants in the ranks around him, and they're like, hey, hey. <laughs> knocking into them. He yeah. cannot move. Get back in line. But the queen tells Bala that she needs to encourage the troops, because she's kind of just staying there with her arms crossed, mm-hmm. being bored. Mm-hmm. So she is like, fine, and waves down at them, which yeah. makes Z think that she's seen him. Right. So again, he tries to like climb up to get to her, but he can't, because there's too many giant dudes. And a giant dude yells at him. 
You're fucking lying. So, then General Mandy. Jenny Mandy. Mandy Blay has appeared on a ledge above the soldiers to give them a speech. Mm. He says, sacrifice. To some is just a word. To others, it is a code. A soldier knows that the life of an individual ant doesn't matter. What matters is the colony. Yes. And Z, in the meantime, has made friends with the ant next to him, Barbados. Yeah. Who's voiced by Danny Glover. Yeah. And I love him. Mm-hmm. He's making him giggle with his little side comments. Yeah. Very, you know, snide anytime, you know, General Mandible says something. He's like, oh, I thought it was actually more like blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. like. <laughs> no. But then the general says, we're going into battle against the termites. Uh-huh. Right now. Right now. Here we go. We're going. This is why I have gathered you here today. Yeah. And Z is like, um, I just came for the speech, so I gotta go. Yeah. He does not get out of there, though. No, he can't. He's trapped in the middle of all the ranks. Mm-hmm. So he gets carried along with them. Mm-hmm. But he's talking to, to Barbie, to Barbados. <laughs> and he says, all right, well, then the termites must be pretty easy to fight, right? Yeah, no, they are five times bigger than we are, and they shoot acid from their foreheads. LOL. He says it like, if he were <laughs> texting this, he would yeah. say, LOL. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But he's, so he's like, oh, okay, well then our platoon must do something pretty easy, right? Like serve drinks or do paperwork? Uh-huh. And he says, no, we are honored to be the first into battle. We're going to overwhelm them with our numbers and then kill the queen. Yeah. He's like, why don't we just go in and try to influence their political processes with campaign contributions? <laughs> A joke all the children will surely love. Barbados Bar- thinks it's funny. does think that it's hilarious, but then he just charges into battle. Yeah. Yeah, Z tries his best to, like, stand back and just not join into this, like, rush. Because, I mean, as they're marching, they see this giant, like, termite mound. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna hang back here. But it doesn't work. And he gets, like, carried along. Yeah. Into battle with everyone. Yeah. But and then they, there's nothing there. Yeah, they arrive at, like, the point of battle. Like, all of the platoons converge in the middle. Yeah. And there's just no enemies. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, what? But then, a surprise attack. <gasps> I mean, sort of. They were there to attack, so. Yeah. That's... Kind of. I guess. Yeah. But these termites are fucking huge. Yeah. And gross. Yeah. And everyone is dying in yeah. really gross, terrible ways. Yeah, they are actually truly spitting acid from their foreheads. Yeah. And they have like huge, giant, gnashing jaws and like fangs. Is this fangs. what termites really look like? And I, I don't just never looked at them? I think so. They kind of just look like ants, right? Yeah, but I thought they have so. wings. Yeah. I don't think they're five times the size of an ant. And I don't know. These look like like roly-poly bugs. Yeah. But with big, nasty teeth. I don't think that's what termites look like. And acid foreheads. And acid foreheads. Yeah. So DreamWorks um, also did Saving Private Ryan. And I read a review where they were like, did they just like take this yeah. scene from Saving Private Ryan? Because it really is like intense. Yeah. It's like an actual battle. Yeah. There's a lot of screaming. And, like, I mean, the ants are killing the termites, the termites are killing the ants. Mm-hmm. I do wonder, the termites, did they actually know, were the termites actually attacking? Or did they just make that up? It was someone else who came in and said the termites are attacking. So they were actually planning on having a battle. I don't know. I don't know either. I know that it was just a ploy to get rid of. A bunch of the soldiers that were loyal right. to the queen. But so maybe they only sent the soldiers that were loyal to the queen? Yeah. Because I feel like someone else came in and was like, General Mandible, the termites have declared- I think maybe the queen suggesting, like, well, let's just, you know, send an ambassador and try to figure out another treaty mm-hmm. maybe would have been a possibility, but Mandy just saw it as an opportunity to, like, get, to rid, get of- rid of- people. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. I was just curious because it. I was like, I can't decide. Did the termites know they were coming? Yeah. They clearly weren't. I mean, they were all hiding, so they weren't like ambushed the way that they intended to be. Right. But they also went marching loudly. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah! Hurrah! Yeah. So it's not like they snuck in. No. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. What happens is everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, Z almost gets attacked, but Barbie saves him right at the last second. Mm-hmm. Z continues to do nothing. That's not true. He whines a lot. Yeah, he runs around in circles, whining. Um, He almost gets attacked again, but falls through a floor and gets like trapped under a termite. He yeah. can't get back out. Yep. And then it cuts back to the mines, where Weaver is having a great time. Yeah. He is loving his new job, and Azteca is very impressed. Yeah. She's like, wow, you're uh, really good at your job. Yeah, and he picks up another pickaxe, and mm-hmm. is just like going ham, like two-handed on the wall, and she's yeah. like, whoa, take it easy, buddy. Yeah. You're making the rest of us look bad. Yikes. <laughs> They're but gonna she- all hold us to your standard. Yeah, but she wants to know where Z is, uh-huh. and Weaver's like, oh, he's taking a personal day. I'm filling in for him. Yeah, Azteca says, if you fill in any more, you'll explode. Wink. <laughs> I like that you spelled out a wink. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets distracted by all of her legs. Yes, because ants. Ants. (laughs) And he says, nobody told me digging was so much fun. Great. So then the foreman comes in and tells Weaver that General Mandible has said that anyone who doesn't meet his quota is going to be downsized. Yeah, he's like getting mad at him for talking, basically. Get get back to work. Yeah. But Azteca stands up for him, and then the foreman takes away her rations for being insubordinate. Right. Yeah, because she's like, he's new, give him a break. Yeah. Yeah. But then Weaver awkwardly invites her to dinner i mean yeah. it's not she's like weaver says i'll share my rations with you and right. she's like oh weaver are you asking me out to dinner which i'm like wait do they get rations or is there a restaurant yeah. or was he just gonna share her share his rations with her as a form of taking her out to dinner that's how i'm ants confused take each other out to dinner i guess they share here are my rations a piece of sugar the <laughs> The and obviously it's not the focal point, but the economy of this colony yeah. doesn't make sense. No, that's what I was saying. Like it feels like, you know, they picked some things from ant life and picked some things from human life. Yeah. But it just like creates a bunch of questions. Right. Cause that we see them at a bar and they never pay for anything. Right, but later Z says, Hey, that guy owes me money. But right. we never see money. No, I mean it's like clearly just a throwaway joke because it's right. like, oh, I'm looking at a million ants and I picked out the one that owes exactly. me money. But also it's just like They don't have money. They don't have money. Also, they get rations. So is it some sort of I don't get it. Is it already a communist society? Right. I don't know. No, anyway, we cut back to the battlefield. Yes, the battle appears to be over because everyone is very dead. That is one way to end a war. Yep, Z got out from under that termite finally, so he is scoping the scene. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad, and there mm-hmm. is a sad music playing. Uh-huh. And then we... For a second, we think that Barbie is alive. Yeah, we see his face yeah. in the foreground, and we see Z in the background, and we hear him, and he's like, Hey, kid, is that you? And Z's like, Oh, yeah, it's me. And... Barbados is like, is it bad? You know, come over here, tell me how how are my wounds? And yeah. Z comes over and we see that it's just Barbados's head that's yeah, left. There's no body attached. He does not even have like shoulders. No. It's literally just a head. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Z's like, no, 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 you're, you're fine, you're fine. But Bardis is like, I can see it in your eyes. It's bad. Yeah. I can't feel my legs. Yeah, he's like, Z, help me up. I can't feel my legs. Mm-hmm. That's because they're not attached. You ain't got but none. Z says, you know what? I can find your body. We can get you put back together. You'll be fine. Like a Lego man? He's just yeah. gonna pop his head right back onto his body? This is not how creatures work. <laughs> but then Z looks out at the battlefield and is like, no, not gonna be able to find your body in all this carnage. No. Yeah, and it is carnage. I mean, there's not, like, blood everywhere, but there's, like, acid and pieces of ant bodies and pieces of termite bodies. Yeah, and it's... it's really gross. But so Barbados is dying, yeah, obviously. And it's surprising that he lasted this long. He's just holding his head, like, cradling it. Which yeah. Which like... <laughs> And Barbados tells him, don't make the same mistake I did. Don't follow orders your whole life. Think for yourself. And then he dies. That's fucking heavy-handed as shit. Yeah! This movie also does a terrible, not very balanced act of swinging between adult innuendo and being heavy-handed as hell. Yeah! Yeah. Anyway, back to Cuddy and Mandy. (laughs) Colonel Cutter. Says, they're on schedule. Uh-huh. But General Mandible says, I want them to work harder. Why? Double shifts. Why? Get it done faster. Why? A soldier comes in to give an update on the termite battle. He says, yeah. the enemy was destroyed. Yay. But so were the troops. Oh no. Only one soldier made it back. Yep. And the queen has requested a meeting with the war hero. Mm-hmm. General Mandible is not excited that someone made it back. No. Like, at all. No, he wanted everyone to die. Because he's like, damn good. Damn good to hear it. I'm glad that someone has survived. Thank God. Bring him in. Nice save. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy meets Z and he's like, you're a little small for a war hero. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not a war hero. You know, I'm just a guy. I'm just, I'm just a guy. He's trying to say, like, a until a certain point, he is trying to say, listen, I didn't do anything. I'm yeah. not a war hero. I just managed to survive. Right. But he's getting caught up in the whole thing. It's very Aladdin trying to tell Jasmine he's not a prince. Mm-hmm. But then he gets greeted by this huge crowd holding up signs and cheering for him. One of the signs says, <laughs> welcome home troops. Yeah. But someone just crossed out the S. Yes. And it just says, welcome home troop. <laughs> or Josh is like, oh. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Also, General Mandible doesn't really care. No, he's, he's he wouldn't be listening anyway. Yeah, he's not listening. But Weaver and Azteca have shown up to the celebration, and Weaver feels bad that Z died. You know, he's like, "Oh God, I shouldn't have let him go." You know, I sent him into that battle. I was supposed to be there, and now he's dead because of me. But then Azteca's like, "No, look, he's up there. Yeah, there the he war is. Hero, it's Z." And yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, Z, our friend, he made it. Yay! Yay!" And then they go to meet the queen and the princess. Yeah. Z and Mandy are going to the royal reception. There's like some other people milling about too. Sure. Bunch of royalty. Mandy tells Z not to say anything. Uh-huh. But the minute he meets Bala. Yeah. The minute Z sees Bala. Yeah. He like purrs at her. Yeah. And then Mandible is like trying to speak for Z because he's like trying to talk to the queen. Right. But... Mandible's trying to be like, yep, he's a war hero. Ha ha ha. Yep, he dedicated his life to you, our queen. Anyway, I'm shuffling him along, but he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me 
let me take over here. Yeah, let me tell you the story yeah. of how strong and brave I was. And I don't remember exactly what he says, but the way he puts it, he just sounds very unhinged because he's like kind of making it up and he wants himself to sound like brave and strong. Right. But he's like, I realized that the best method was attack, attack, attack. And he's like kind of getting in their faces and it's like, you sound like a crazy person. A crazy aunt. And you're getting... <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it, I mean, it just sounds like he's going to attack the queen and the princess, right. basically. Like, yeah. he sounds like he is a danger to them. And so General Mandible, like, tries to carry him off, but Z is like, no, 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 I want to talk to Bala. And he goes up to her and takes his helmet off and says, Youch. And she's like, oh, hang on, wait a minute. Aren't you the aunt from the bar? And he's like, Ixnay on the Arbe. But the queen's like, did you. Did you just say you met him in a bar? And I yeah. was like, yeah, 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 I danced with him at the, uh, shit. And she kind of realizes that maybe she shouldn't be saying that, but she's yeah. trying to, like, it's too late. change the focus. She's like, I danced with him at the bar. He was just a worker. Isn't that crazy? He was a worker, and then he became a soldier. And now he's a war and hero. he's a war hero. Wow. It's insane. A success wow. story. What a transformation. And they're all like, shut the fuck up. You were at the bar? What were you doing down there? Yeah. The distraction sort of works because General Mandible just gets hung up on the fact that Z danced with Bala. Right. You danced with my fiance? And, and he's, he's like, like well, fiance? Fiance? I didn't know. And then he tells the guards to arrest him. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you arresting him for? For dancing. I guess. His fiance, clearly. Uh, the very brave and courageous Z hides <laughs> yeah. behind Bala. Uh-huh. And the queen is like, he's taking her as a hostage! But Z's like, no. No, I'm not doing it. Wait, that's a good idea. Actually, yeah, I am doing that. Yeah, so he's, Change like, kind of shielding himself with her and backing away from the guards and stuff. Mm -hmm. Bala is fighting back, though. Yeah. She just slaps and kicks him. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. hard. Yeah. And they fight for a while, but then uh -huh. they both fall down. This is a giant trash chute. Like, yeah. I don't know why that's there. It's just but... behind them, just labeled trash. Yeah. And they fall down it. Out of the frying pan and into the garbage. Yep, there they go. They fly into the air and land safely outside. Since they can't reach terminal velocity, they're fine. Yeah, this is their ants. Yeah. So, Bala sees some guards coming and she's like yelling to them, trying to get their attention. And she's like, good, they'll come get me and kill you. But Z's like, what, 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 why, why, why? We got away. We got to be clean. Yeah. We got a fresh start. We can get out here. We can do, why would you want to do that? Like, let's just go do stuff. Do whatever we want. Yeah. And she punches him. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> Yeah, and she starts running towards the guards yeah. and is like, hey, I'm over here. Come get me. Hey, yeah. what's taking you so long? I'm right oh, here. Come on. This man has me. Yeah. But. Here comes a giant magnifying glass. Yeah. And so all the guards are looking. Well, everybody's looking up at it and the guards especially. And one of the guards like walks towards it and he's like, what is it? It's beautiful. But then he gets zapped. And I mean, instantly vaporized. Yeah. Just like poof, pile of ash. Yeah, and there's like a pillar of fire coming down now from yeah. the magnifying glass. And it is coming straight for Bala and Z. Yeah. So they run and jump off of a cliff uh -huh. and hide under a big leaf. Yeah, so the person with the magnifying glass can't see them anymore. Right. And Z is like panting. And he's like, don't worry, I'm okay. But Bala's like, who, you? Who cares about you? <laughs> and Z, for whatever reason says, you're not going to let a little near-death experience ruin your mood, are you? And I don't know what that means. I don't either. He's just like, is I going to let you, you're going to let that turn you into a bitch? Like, I don't, she was mad before. Yeah. Because you used her as a shield. And he, all he does 
is bitch and complain. I know. So I don't understand this question at all. I At first I took it as like, ooh, this is a sexy moment. Don't let it ruin your mood. And I'm like, I still right. don't understand. Yeah, because she punched you. Right. So it wasn't sexy then. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a In very any weird case, thing to say. Yeah, they realize they have no idea where they are now. Yeah. So Bala tells E to climb up the plant that they're standing under so that he can get like a better view and see where they are. Yeah. But he falls back down because he climbed a branch that wasn't strong enough to hold him. Mm-hmm. Bala says, I've been kidnapped by the village idiot. Yeah. Z says, well, I mean, what's more embarrassing? Being the village idiot or being kidnapped by the person who is the village idiot? Right. And she's just like, listen, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me because I'm way out of your league. I don't know why you ever thought you would have a chance with me. I'm a princess and you're a whatever. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, and then she says that she chose him to dance with because he was the most pathetic looking bug in the bar. Yeah. But he's like, what? No, me, I'm sensual and interesting and smart and unique. And he says, I was going to let you become a part of my most erotic fantasies. What? 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 So I'd just like to say some clarity on that. Uh Uh-huh. Like I said a little bit at the beginning, Woody Allen did interject some of his own shit into this movie (laughs) oh yeah that's the way to put it (laughs) yeah wikipedia says made some uncredited rewrites to the script but i say he put some of his own shit in there um and it says an altered line from one of his early directed films everything you always wanted to know about sex but were too afraid to ask was included the line was supposed to say i was going to include you in my most erotic sexual fantasies but they took out sexual to keep it pg oh great yeah i don't feel like that PG otherwise. Yeah. Erotic erotic fantasies. Yeah. But yeah, it was a throwaway line from another, like, from a movie that he directed and he just wanted to put it in this one, the movie about ants. Yeah. That's for children. Yeah. That's all. Also, the line, I was going to include you in my most erotic fantasies is bad. Yeah. But it's not as bad as I was going to let you become part of my most erotic fantasies. Yeah. Like, it's a privilege to her. Yeah, I was going to allow it. Even worse. Gross. So anyway, he starts climbing another tree and she tries to defend her relationship to the general. Because he's like, what do you want to marry that guy for anyway? He sucks. Yeah. And she says, hey, the general and I are deeply, deeply in, in, engaged. (laughs) Bitch, you don't owe him any kind of explanation. This guy is gross. You don't have to defend yourself at all. No, maybe defend yourself to yourself. But that's a you problem. Right, yeah. You have to tell this guy nah. why you don't want to be a part of his most erotic fantasies. You just tell him to step off. Exactly. But while he's up there, <laughs> he sees the monolith. Yeah. He gets very excited. Yes. At this point, I was like, oh no, let me guess. He can see the monolith and he's going to lie to Bala about which way that they should go so mm. that he can take her secretly to Insectopia. Mm-hmm. That is definitely like... A trope I, that I feel like would fit in with his character. Yeah. Be like, you're right, princess. I'm so sorry. Let me take you back. And then they're going the wrong way. Yeah. But to his minimal credit, <laughs> yes. he gets back down and he's like, listen, I'm going that way. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. He's like, I see the monolith. I just have to go that way and I'll get to Insectopia. You can sit here and rot for all I care. Yes. Yeah. You're kind of a bitch. And so I'm, I'm, I'm at least glad. That they went in that direction. Yeah. You know, of him just being like, I don't care what you do. Right. But. Because they don't get along. He starts walking off and she's like, 
stop, you have to take me back. Yes, you, worker, and get then back here. he turns around and he says, hey, I got a name, okay? It's Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that he has a Brooklyn accent yeah. for the whole movie, but this line for some reason is like, hey, hey, I got a name. Hey, you were that princess. Okay. Tell me what to do. It's Z. You think you could tell me what to do? <laughs> Can't tell me nothing. I'm outside of the colony. I'm my own aunt. Yeah, it, it does get very strong there for a second. I think because yeah. he's trying to be tough. I guess so. I got a name, okay? It's Z. <laughs> so they head off in separate directions, but suddenly the ground <gasps> rises up under Bala. Oh, no. And she realizes that she's standing on the back of a praying mantis. Yeah. And it turns around and makes eye contact with her, and it does not look friendly. No. So she runs away and chases after Z and is like, hey, wait for me! Yeah. Being together is better than than being eaten. All right. Together then. Aww. So then we see the queen telling General Mandible she wants him to bring her daughter back. Wait, I just realized. Yeah. Isn't the queen everyone's mom? Yeah. Isn't that how an ant colony works? I think so. They're all siblings then? Like that generation? Right? Right? I mean, at least half siblings. Yeah. I don't know how many dad ants there are. I, similarly, not an entomologist, so I'm not sure. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, yeah, she's very attached to this one ant. Where she's like, bring me back my daughter. But everyone is your kid. You have so many kids. You give birth every ten seconds. Yeah. Why are just they, ants. Why is this one so important? I don't know, especially because, and I made a note of it later, so much of General Mandible's point is no one ant is important. Now get out there and find the princess and bring her back. And I'm right. Like, well, why is that one different? Yeah, and why are you, General Mandible, in charge of anything if, yeah. you're, if no one is important? <gasps> what? But anyway, General Mandible's like, listen, we will spare no expense to get her back. Spare no expense. She's hoink essential, hoink, to all of our hoink hoink plans for the hoink 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 future. You got something in your eye? No, I'm fine. You're all right there? Something in my throat. (coughs) General Mandible needs some eye drops. (laughs) But now the workers are spreading rumors about Z. Yeah. Very Ferris Bueller moment. Yes. I heard... He single-handedly killed five termites or whatever, some shit, you know? Just yeah, the his story heroics just... on the battlefield, getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, just is out of hand. Yeah. One guy tries to tell Weaver the story. He's like, you heard about this guy Z? And Weaver's like, yeah, he's like my best friend. Yeah. And it is really funny that Weaver is still just digging. Yeah. He just likes it better. I wonder if it, like, I was like, oh, it's funny because for the rest of the movie, he just keeps being a worker mm-hmm. rather than going back to be a soldier. And I wonder if it's just because his platoon was all wiped out and he's like, well, I guess I dig now. Maybe. Yeah. And he likes Azteca and he has a fun time digging. He's just like, this is better. Yeah. Nobody goes looking for him. Yeah. To join the army again. So he's just like, whatever, dirt rules. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But the foreman is getting mad. I think it's the foreman. No, it's an- it's a- just another ant. Oh, okay. One of the ants says, a worker can't do anything except work. But Aztec is like, we could do whatever we want, actually. There's really no rules. Yeah. We we could just do it. Yeah. And so then the other workers start to be like, wait, we don't have to be here? Yeah. And so then they start spreading that throughout the workers. Yeah, they're like, Z left. He did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, remember, he was a worker, and now he's a soldier, and now he's a war hero. Why can't any of one of us do that? You know, rise up in the ranks, or change our position, or do what we want to do instead of what we were told to do 
from babies, one of the worker ants even says, it's the workers who control the means of production. Yeah. Like, word for word says yes. that. Yep. Heavy-handed, but I appreciate it. Sure. I am liking the communist overtones here, even if I'm not quite on board with the movie. <laughs> yeah, the uh, vessel. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> but the foreman tries to get some of the workers to get back to work, and they're like, why? Oh. <laughs> The foreman doesn't have an answer. No, so they all just leave. Kind of stares at him, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just leave. So then we cut back to Z and Bala, who are walking towards the monolith across like it's kind of deserty. Yeah, they're walking on like dried mud, yeah, tire track imprints, yeah, towards the monolith. And Bala says, "Whoever heard of two ants? <laughs> two million, maybe." Right. And she's like, "I'm hungry, and I'm thirsty, and I think that you need to take me back to the colony." Mm-hmm. She's like, "All right, I've had enough of this." And he's like, yeah, no, this is way better than the colony ever was. And if you had ever done a day's labor in your life, you would know that because moving dirt sucks. And this is kind of fun, actually. And I'm getting to choose what I want to do instead of just doing what I'm told. Right. So they finally come upon like a little bit of water. Yeah. Well, it's like a lake. To them, it's a lake. Yes. Right. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) They come upon a lake. Uh Uh-huh. And... You know, Ball is excited. She runs over. She's scooping some water up and drinking it. But then a giant drop of water falls on Z and it traps him inside it mm-hmm. because of the surface tension. Yes. But I would like to point out, and it's going to come up again later. Yes. Ants can live for days underwater. I did not know that. I looked it up when I was a kid. And so it's just a thing that I've always known. Uh-huh. But I had always remembered it as like ants can survive for up to two days underwater. Yeah. Um, But then I Googled it. Because of this. And there are some species of ants that can live for 12 days underwater. That's insane. I know. So the whole conflict of this movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's not relevant. Even if it's only two days. Yeah, they could get out. Yeah. Pointless. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, they don't have lungs. Oh, yeah. You know, they're just ants. How do they need oxygen? They must. I feel like we have so many ant questions now. This movie is creating so many questions. It's true. But yeah, they can survive for a really long time. I remember looking it up when I was a kid because I remember like like hosing off some ants off of something or like Uh rinsing them down my drain. I don't remember, but I was like, oh, is that going to kill them? Yeah. And so I found out. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. I know. But anyway, in this moment, in this universe, ants cannot breathe underwater. Not even, I mean, he immediately starts freaking out. Yeah. And it's like, bruh, you, can you not hold your breath at all? I guess not. I mean, he can't really do much. That's true. Bala is trying to hit the water drop with a stick to get him out of it, but that doesn't work. No. So she tries to push it off a ledge, Uh but that just gets her sucked into the water drop, so now they're both stuck in there. Mm Mm-hmm. But the I think the extra weight causes it to tumble down, the yeah. droplet bursts, and they're fine. Yeah. Bala is like, okay, see, do you see what I'm talking about? It's dangerous out here. It's time for us to go. Mm-hmm. But Z's like, nope, found a leaf, gonna use it like a boat, mm-hmm. crossing this lake. Again, he's like, I'm going in this direction. Yep. And he does, he tries to convince her. He's like, what What do you have to lose? You know, you're, you're gonna go back there and be Mrs. General Raving Lunatic? Yeah. No, come on, the adventure is this way. And, like, get... Give me one chance. If we go this way and we don't find Insectopia, we'll turn around. We'll, I'll take you back to the colony. Simple as that. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? Okay. Yep. So they head off into the sunset. Yeah. And he does have a good point. I, she is not, they're not communicating well with each other at all anyway, but, right. you know, she's unhappy too. She's just more willing to go along for the ride still at this point than he is. 
But she's not stoked about her future either. Yeah, well, I mean, because she didn't have to do any work. But she's about to. She was like, I didn't have to make any choices. Or I didn't get to make any choices. Right. But I also didn't have to do any work. So, I mean, being a princess is still better than... But when she's queen, it's gonna suck. Having a pickaxe. Yeah, that's true. She's just gonna give birth every ten seconds. I mean, it seems pretty easy. The queen is doing stuff, having conversations while it's happening. That's she doesn't true. seem to be terribly like. It's in not like pain. she's screaming in labor <laughs> the whole time. She's just like, whoop, baby, whoop, baby. So it's whoop, not that bad. There either. it is, baby. <laughs> whoop, there it is, another baby. There it is. Whoop. The worst part is that she has to have other ants help her carry around her giant ass. <laughs> full baby. <laughs> so that she can't run away but that's other than true that, yeah the so dream your ass is so big you gotta have an entourage <laughs> an entourage ah! <laughs> no i saw that one coming and i couldn't avoid I it <laughs> i could see that you knew what i was gonna say but you couldn't stop me ah! god anyway <laughs> shit the workers are revolting They sure are. The foreman is trying to get them to go back to work, but they are not having it. Yeah, he's like, get to work. And he says, buzz off, pawn of the oppressor. (laughs) Just tight. Yeah, Mandible and Cutter are having a meeting. Mm -hmm. Cutter says the trackers have lost a trail of Bala at the edge of a lake. Yes. While they're having this meeting, the workers start chanting for Z. Yes. So Mandible's like, I'm going to have to address the crowd. Yes, so he does. Yeah. He's like, listen, I've heard so much about this Z fellow. Mm. In fact, I met him once. Mm-hmm. Seems nice. But where is he? You know, you guys say, oh, he's he's our hero and he's, you know, leading us to freedom or whatever. But he's not here right now. If he cares so much about us, and he keeps saying us in his little speech, if he cares so much about us, he would be here. But he's not here because he doesn't care about us. Mm. He only cares about himself. He's not a hero. We're the heroes. And heroes work hard. Yeah. And make things happen. Mm -hmm. So you guys get back to work. And once we're done with this tunnel, there will be more food for everyone and less work for everyone. And you know what? I'll let everybody have an entire day off. Yeah, but you will. Because you're all invited. He says you're all going to be the guest of honor at the mega tunnel opening ceremony. Right. How nice of him. The foreman starts a chant. Mandible. Mandible, mandible, and everyone takes up the chant except Weaver and Azteca. Yeah, Mandible turns to Colonel Cutter and says, "Now bring me that soldier." Mm-hmm. So then we see Bala and Z again, who have woken up on the opposite shore of the lake. Yes, and it's like really peaceful. Yeah, and nice and quiet, and there's like greenery, and it's just very beautiful. And Bala is just kind of wandering around, and she's like, "You know what? This actually is nice." She sees Z sleeping in a very undignified heap, and she's like, "Aww." Aww. And then she goes and wanders off through some vegetation, and then she sees something that excites her, mm. and she calls for Z, and we go look at it, and it's a huge canteen. Yes. And so they're running across a field of red and white. Right, just like from what the guy said just at like the bar. Just like what Greb said. Yeah. And they realize it's Insectopia, it's real, there's yeah. food everywhere, it looks so good, they're so excited, and so they run towards it, and they run to this stack of sandwiches yeah and z is like well you know dig in and she's like no no no. after you i insist and so he goes to bite one but it's wrapped in plastic and we see this really weird shot from the sandwich pov (laughs) 
of Z trying to bite it, but there's plastic in the way. And we just get like his open mouth full of plastic and you see his little human teeth. God, the human teeth gross me out. It's so gross. I mean, it's gross throughout the whole movie because obviously they have teeth the whole time. Right, but you don't see them as much. Like, you get little glimpses while they're talking, but this is like an ant teeth out with people teeth. Biting plastic wrap. It makes me think of all of those hedgehog cakes that people tried to make and they all have just... They have like chiclets for teeth and it's like, why? Like somebody just put dentures in there. Yes! (laughs) So terrifying. It's disgusting. But he sees... He's like, ah, shit, we can't get into this sandwich. Yeah. but And he sees some wasps flying about, and he's like, hey, how how do we get in? Yeah. And the man wasp says, yes, I'm sorry, this is a private function. Yes. And the lady wasp is like, who are your friends, dear? And he, like, indicates to them, and he says, crawling insects. Which I'm like, she is behind you. She can see that. Yeah. And it was then dumb for her to ask. She greets them very and dumb for you to say that. slowly and loudly. Yeah, the way, like, a wasp lady yeah you know like a like a white lady yeah oh a white anglo-saxon protestant yes wasp the way a wasp lady would greet like an immigrant yes she's like hello there like very loud Uh very slowly and then her husband's like don't talk to them why are you always talking to low light whatever you know even though he was already talking to them but he's like you have to greet every creature that we meet right she's just like yes very silly. Yeah, Princess Bala tries to impress them by being like, oh, I'm sorry, maybe you don't recognize me. Yes. I've been slumming through the wilderness. Right. I'm the princess. Yes, it's me, Princess Bala. And yeah. the wasp man is like, oh god, they're all so Euro trash. <laughs> uh, Terrible. But, so the wasps land next to them to mm-hmm. talk to them better, and they are huge. Yeah. <laughs> they're so much bigger. And they're voiced by Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. Oh, Yeah. The I, lady wasp, yeah. I don't think that I would have recognized that it was Dan Aykroyd because no. he's doing, like, such a, right. a voice, but it is funny. Yeah. Again, stacked. Yeah. But so the lady wasp is like, honey, look at them. They're poor, and they're dirty, and I'm gonna help them. I'm gonna bring them some food. Yeah. And he's just like, oh. You have such a big heart, and you're always taking care of all these little creatures that we come across, and that's why I love you. And she's like, I love you too, and they just are like, me, 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 me. Yeah, they start canoodling. Yeah. And Bala and Z are like, we're gonna go right Okay, we're uh, gonna head this direction. But at that very moment, down comes a fly swatter. (gasps) Z and Bala survive because they happen to be like right in one of the little holes. Yeah. But we see that the lady wasp has been crushed. Yeah, like crushed and man wasp his name is chip yeah is so sad yeah it's very dark yeah there's so much death in this movie i know and it's not funny no but now a sneaker is coming down uh-huh because the fly swatter didn't do it i guess and bali gets stuck in some gum on the bottom of one of the shoes yes this is the only thing i remembered about this movie oh yeah i didn't remember this at all yeah, I talked about it on the top. Yeah. Is them getting stuck in the gum and then the penny. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Bala gets stuck in the gum, on like, on the bottom of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And Z tries to save her. He's, like, holding on to her and he's got his, like, ant feet, like, hooked in the fibers of the The picnic blanket, blanket yeah. But 
I was really worried that her arm was going to come off because this movie doesn't care. <laughs> no. But he just, she slips through his hands and she like gets carried away. So he grabs onto the shoelace of the opposite shoe and is like riding along. Yeah. And he gets a second where the person stops moving. Mm. And so he makes this big heroic leap from the shoe that he's on to the shoelace of the other shoe. Meanwhile, Princess Bala is screaming. Yeah. This is not... A cartoon movie scream. No! This is a someone is being murdered actual scream. It's horrific! Yeah, yeah, because we get, like, from his point of view where he's just, like, on one shoe, like, the foot is just staying there, and the other shoe is, like, swinging by. Traveling past. Yeah. Yeah, she is just full-throated, lung-capacity screaming. And it's, like, uncomfortable. It's like in the scene in Hook where they put Glenn Close in the boo box and she, too, is screaming. And it's like, this is... Tone it down. Right, yeah. Like, um... It would be, you know, if she were like, ah, Z, help me, oh my god! But, I mean, it's just a full-on, like, scream. So anyway, he jumps over, ends up stuck in the gum with her, and he's like, hi. But then, (sighs) the person grabs a penny... And uses it to scrape the gum off the bottom of the shoe. And yeah. Z goes, who the hell is that? Because you just see <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's giant face coming towards yeah. them. But he scrapes the gum off the bottom of the shoe. And then the whole thing, Penny, Ants, Gum, and all, gets flung into a trash can. But it misses. Like, Dink falls down next to it. Meanwhile, Weaver is getting worked over by the general. He's tied to a chair. Yep. Getting the shit beat out of him. Manville's like, listen, yep. we need the princess back. She's an important part of the plan. Wink. <laughs> Wink. He says, she needs to take her rightful place as queen. And Weaver's like, we already have a queen? Yeah, what do you mean? What The fu- the queen's fine. We have a queen. We don't need you and your plan. The mandible's like, okay, let's try a different tactic. He's like, listen, buddy, you know that no one ant is important. Except Paula, Except I guess. Her. Turns with Paula, which is why I'm punching you in the face trying to get information and get her back, whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. He's like, not you, not Z, not Cutter, <laughs> which feels very rude for him to like right. say not me. Right. He points to his friend and he's like, not that guy over there, not even your special lady friend. And then they bring in Azteca. Yeah. Some thugs carry her in. Yeah. She She's like, don't tell him anything, Weaver. Don't tell that tight ass nothing. Yeah. There's so much cussing in this movie. I know. But then we hear off screen. Her getting beat up. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait, I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything I know. He said he's going to Insectopia. I know it sounds crazy, but that's where he said he was going. And Cutter's like, Insectopia isn't real. But General Mandible says, oh, yes, it is. And I will brief you on those coordinates. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, go find Bala and bring her back and kill Z. Weaver's like, why? You said no one ant was important. And he's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I know what I said. Not important. (laughs) I know what I said. I know what I said. Did I stutter? No, I was winking. Yeah. <laughs> he saw the winks. But he says to the soldiers that are in the room with him. Yes. He says, now you see how dangerous individualism can be. It makes us vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So he to- tells the soldiers to get out there and find them. And to put Weaver on the front line of the megatunnel. Yes. Which is what I call my megatunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's interesting that they never once, obviously it would be a lie, but he never once explains what the mega tunnel is for. That's part of it. I think that nobody asks questions. They just follow orders. I guess. He just, I, I, I guess. Yeah. It just seems like he would make up a lie 
He doesn't have to. To be like... Because he says, once this is done, we'll have more food. There will be more food and less work for everyone. Yeah. And nobody's like, how? No. Where does it go? They just... They What's just it for? Follow and don't ask. I guess. I want to know. Don't like, just follow orders. <laughs> don't be like me. Anyway, back to Bala and Z. Yep. Z has extracted himself from the gum mm-hmm. and is working on pulling Bala out. Yeah. And he gets her out of there. Yeah. And he's feeling really terrible. He's like, I let you down. I put you in harm's way. I nearly got you killed. And all for something that didn't even exist. It's not even real. You know? Yeah. And the whole, you know, he's just like wandering around, pacing back and forth. And she's like, Z. And he's like, mmm, 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 she's like, Z. You know, he's like not listening. So she finally grabs his shoulders and turns him towards what she's trying to get him to pay attention to. Yeah. And it's just this world of half-eaten food. Yeah. It's Insectopia. It's Insectopia. It's real. Because, and he's like... He's in the middle of a sentence where he was like, you know, I I led you astray and I can't believe, you know, this whole time I was so totally. And she turns him and he's like, correct. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. So then they go explore. We get a little montage of them exploring Insectopia. There's like a soda lake. Yes. And the little soda droplet, they share it. Yeah. But it's like carbonated. Yeah, it's and sparkling. It's so cute. It is. <laughs> and then they like, like almost, they don't, they don't kiss. But they it like, kiss. it like, poof. They almost disappears kiss. in between their lips. Yeah. In like a little pop. Um, they make a snow angel on a powdered donut. Mm. There's a roller coaster where they're riding on a worm through the holes in an apple. Yeah. They ride a Cheeto gondola style through a lake. Yeah. And then, and then they're they... canoodling on the stem of a cherry. Canoodle on a cherry stem. Yeah. Then we cut back to Weaver, who is working on the mega tunnel front lines. Mm-hmm. And he, like, feels a drop of water hit him mm-hmm. from the ceiling. Yeah. And then we pan up through these layers of dirt that they are working on. And we see they are underneath the lake. Yep. That's where they're digging up towards. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see, at the edge of the lake, we see Cutter mm-hmm. lands heavily. Menacingly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He picks something up and he sniffs it. And then he flies off in a direction... Presumably tracking Bala and Z. Yeah, Christopher Walken is really channeling his character from Mouse Hunt here. Yes. Cesar. Colonel Cesar Cutter. <laughs> That's his whole name, actually. He's just smelling mouse poop. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine droppings in children's cupcakes? <laughs> so then we get back to Insectopia. There are a couple of ants sitting around a fire. They make like a poop joke. Yeah, one, they're eating something and one says, this tastes like crap. Yeah. And the other one's like, let me try it. Yeah. It is crap. Pretty good. Ha yeah. ha. Uh-huh. They're, yeah. Ants. Anyway, they're talking about how the fire is getting pretty low. Yeah. And they need more wood, but none of them want to do it. I did it last time. Oh, I did it the time before that. And they're like, what about the new guy? He's not contributed anything. And then we right. pan over to the new guy, who, of course, is Z, who's mm-hmm. just sitting there talking to Bala and telling her about Barbados dying in his arms. And then he just died. <laughs> and then he just died. <laughs> Is this dark crystal? Is this rain? And then he died. Oh my god! I fucking scene (laughs) cracks me up. But yeah, he's he's kind of rehashing the whole heavy handedness of he never got to make a choice in his whole life. Yeah, not one. I don't think his entire life. And Ball is like, oh my god, I had no idea that things were like that. Yeah, you know the in in the palace, like the general just made all the decisions, and I'm like, so you kind of did know that things were like that yeah, because it's a you've never made a decision in your life confusing that she's like wow i didn't know you couldn't make decisions neither do i yeah i don't know it's a little weird yeah but z asks bala 
okay, why did you come into the bar that night? And mm-hmm. she's like, well, I was looking for trouble. Yeah. He's like, Haha, my middle name is Trouble. I'm just kidding. My middle name is Marion. But don't tell anybody. She calls nah. him weird. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not weird. No, I'm not weird. She says, oh, I like that you're weird. And he's like, oh, cool. I'm the weirdest. That's me. I'm High a strangeness. freak. Yeah. He says. Yeah. But then they nearly smooch. They're so close. To smooching. So close. To touching their little ant. They don't people teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but the other bugs are like, hey. Hey, new guy. We need more firewood. Yep. And he says, y'all ever wonder why you're called pests? <laughs> yeah. So he goes to get a match from a box of matches. Yeah. To where their firewood has come from. And he's complaining about it the whole time. Oh, uh, surprise. Yes. His personality is so interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. Just whining. How could Princess Bala not fall for him? Oh, truly. So then we see, we cut back to the circle of bugs. Yeah. And Cutter lands in the middle of them. Yeah. And Bala sees this happen, because she's yeah. just sitting there, too, but she doesn't do anything. Right. Cutter is faced away from her. Yeah. He just lands, because he's, like, looking at, like, the three bugs that are sitting there together, and then there's some other bugs, like, yeah. off to one. So he's, like, addressing this half circle of bugs, and Bala is behind him on the other side of the fire. And she sees him, and she's like, oh, but she just sits there. She has so much time to, like, sneak off, and she yeah. does not. Yeah. But Cutter, yeah, clearly doesn't see her, because he starts talking to the other bugs, and he's like, I'm looking... I'm looking for the princess. Like, one of the bugs tries to come up and talk to him, like, hey, buddy, you can't. He just punches him in the face, and he's like, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I'm looking for the princess. She's gone missing. Right. She's about, yay, hi, easy on the eyes, brown, you know, just starts describing her what an AM looks like. Yeah. And she's still just sitting there. She does finally, in this moment, start to try and get away. Yeah. It's it's way too late. Yeah, because all the other bugs are like, that's her right there. Yeah. Every single bug points at her. Mm-hmm. And Cutter comes over to talk to her. Yeah. He says, you're safe now. I'm going to take you home. Yep. But she's like, no, thanks. I'm going to stay here, actually. It's terrible back there, and I don't want to go there. Yep. And Cutter says, I've got orders. And Bala says, don't you ever think for yourself? Yeah. And Cutter very sardonically mm-hmm. says, that was very impressive. Uh-huh. Now, where's he? Mm-hmm. The other bugs start to be like, oh, oh, we, we know this one, too. You know, they're like, oh, Z, he's the, and, yeah. but Bala cuts in and she's like, Z's dead. Okay. Z died. So yeah. you don't have to worry about him anymore. And Cutter says, ah, oh, he was an ant with ideas. Too bad for him. Mm. And then he takes her away. Yeah, he flies away with her. Yep. Z is still trying to get the match back to the camp. Uh-huh. Because if you recall, he can't carry more than 10 times his body weight. Pathetic. And he hears Bala get carried off by Cutter. Yeah, she's screaming the whole time. Put me down, Cutter. I don't want to go back with you. I don't want to go back He's like, oh, God, what do I do? I have to save her. And then he, But he immediately gives up. Yeah, he's His like... His first thought is like, well, should I save her? I mean, I'm just a soil relocation engineer after all. Mm-hmm. I'm just, what kind of chance would I have with her anyway? Because I'm just a soil relocation engineer. It's not even like, what chance would I have of rescuing her? Yeah. It's, she's not going to love me afterwards anyway. So yes. So what's the point? Which is very shitty. Yes. But then he's like, on the other hand, I love her. Mm. I guess. I have to try. Still you didn't know. get that kiss. Gotta do my best. <laughs> so. But he's like, he's really far away from the colony. Right. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to get back. No. But luckily, wouldn't you know it? What? There's someone there to give him a ride. It's a very drunk someone. Uh-huh. This reminds me of that old man character from The Mummy that just happens to be a pilot and in the right place at the right time and is very drunk. Yes. This is a wasp from earlier. Yeah. He crawls out of a liquor bottle. Uh Uh-huh. 
And he offers Z a ride back to the colony. Yep. <laughs> Z's like, maybe I saw a puddle of coffee over there. Maybe you want to get a <laughs> cup of joe before we head over. He's like, nope, let's do it. We're going now. I'm taking you. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save the princess because it's what my waddly kittles would want, which is gross. Yeah. He has a hard time going in the right direction. Yeah, he just flies backwards for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just scoops Z up. Zoop. And then just like, oh, woo, there we go. Okay. There we go. All right. They're, they're, they're doing great. So Bala is back at the colony and she gets taken in to see Mandible. Yeah. She demands to know what's going on. And he's like, I'll explain afterwards. Yeah. She throws a bunch of his shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like everything Tosses that was- papers about. Yeah. On the desk. Yeah. And says, you're going to tell me now. Uh-huh. She says, I don't like the way you think. I don't like the way you run this colony. And I don't like you. The wedding is off. Things are going to change around here. I already forgot that they were getting married. Like, well, they were. That's not like... It's just such a weird part of the plot. It doesn't seem necessary, That really. they're getting married. Yeah, because yeah. it's like... What is an ant wedding? Right? The wedding is off. Like, he does not care. No. Mm-mm. At all. But he says, yeah, you're right. They are about to change. Mm-hmm. And you better get comfortable. She gets tied to a chair. <laughs> yes. Princess Bala gets really mad at this point. She's like, what are you doing? My mother will have your head. Mandible says, <laughs> I doubt that. Which I was very worried about. I was worried that that was foreshadowing something. That someone's head was going to come off. Oh. But it didn't. Yeah. So that's fine. But I mean, they're already, they've already shown us that they're willing to remove heads from bodies. True. So yeah. It could have happened. You know? But Mandible is saying, speaking of foreshadowing, you gotta wash away the filth, Bala. Wink, wink. We gotta cleanse of a colony. Wink, Bala. <laughs> She's like, you're crazy. And he says, I don't think that that's the way history is going to see it. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Like, what? There's a lot yeah. of uh, World War II imagery yeah. happening in this movie. Intense. So, Chip and Z have landed beautifully. Mm, yes. At the front of the ant colony. Yeah. And not at all in a disastrous crash landing. Z gets literally dropped off. <laughs> As he's making his way in, he gets stopped by some soldiers that are like, hey, you're not supposed to be out here. Yep. You're supposed to be at the tunnel opening ceremony. Uh-huh. So he makes his way into the colony and every soldier that he sees on the way. He says, I'm going to the tunnel opening ceremony. Yes. He gets more and more confident as he goes. Like the first ones, you know, they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And he's like, oh, God, what do I do? You know, oh, the soldiers, they got me. And they're yeah. like, you're supposed to be at the tunnel. So then he's like, next one, he's like, hey, I'm uh, I'm going this way to the tunnel opening ceremony. And they're like, oh, yeah, OK, carry yeah. on. And then by the end of it, he's like, tunnel opening ceremony, get out of my way. Yes. But that's not where he's going. That's not. He, he lied. He goes to where Bala is being held. Uh-huh. He... Is making his way over to, like, the room that she's being held in, which is kind of, like, high up, but right. has a window. So he's crawling along this ledge as if he's not an ant who can stick to walls. Right. Or survive if he falls. Right. So, again, they've forgotten ant qualities. Again, yeah. He's, like, very afraid that he's going to fall down. Right. Which is, like... He, you can't get hurt if you fall down. And also, your little sticky feet are ants. Aunt. Sometimes on my ceiling. And I'm like, yeah, hello, there's no food on the ceiling. What are you doing? Right. Why are you up there? What are you, what are you doing up there? Also, surprise, he's complaining the whole time. He is. He's like, well, this day just keeps getting better. And you're like, shut up, dude. Yeah. 
hey, she's making a huge fuss. She's the only one left in the room. And she's just like, I'm, don't you know who, I don't know who she's yelling at, but she's like, I'm the princess. You yeah, have she's to just, let me out of here. This yeah. is an outrage. Yelling. Blah, 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 blah. Z makes it to the window just as she throws something out of it. And it breaks the, I mean, it doesn't have glass in it because they're ants. Right, so it's, it's just like, like a bunch of wood slats or, or something. Yeah. So she breaks it. And he gets in the room and greets her by saying, your manners haven't improved much. Uh, Cute. Flirty. Banter. Negging. Yeah. Hooray. Almost false, but she catches him. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank God. And then she's like, you came back for me. And then he says, of course I came back for you. I have strong feelings for you. You're beautiful. And that's it. Like, that's really... Because then he says... You're beautiful and a bit combative at times, but I think we can work on that. And then they kiss. And then they kiss. She says, you talk too much. Yes. And then they kiss. Right. So they don't like so each they other. don't, even if this is like, ha 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 fun, cute, they genuinely don't know anything about each other. No. Except for that he thinks that she's beautiful. They've trauma bonded because they, they have trauma bonded. Survived this big thing. I mean, I guess they spent all day in Insectopia together, so maybe they talked about the things they had in common then. But like, truly, when they he don't says, "Have anything in common?" I have strong feelings for you. You're beautiful, and then this thing I don't like about you, but it's fixable. Yeah, because you're hot. Because you're hot. Which is how I approach all my relationships. Uh huh. As long as you're hot, we can handle it. Everything else is doable so <laughs> they look at mandible's plans yeah because they're is still like, look there at this. yeah in the room they're she, in yeah. his office still right so she picks them up and puts them on the table and is like look at this i think he's planning something and i'm like okay how long has she been in this room she's just been in there throwing a fit i guess yeah but she hasn't managed to piece together what the fucking plan is even though it's very clearly drawn out and then he because she says i think they're gonna try and kill my mother Right, but he gives the plans, like, a one-second glance yeah. and puts it all together and realizes, yeah. and he says, not just your mother, everyone. Right. He says, look at this, because it's like a drawing of the whole colony. Here we are, safe in the colony, but they're going to seal everyone off in the megatunnel, and it's right under the lake. Yeah. Wow. Good Come job, on. Z. We gotta get down there. Putting that all together. So let me see General Mandible, who is giving a speech about purity. God. He's like, we'll build a great colony, a pure colony. <sighs> uh-huh. Moments from now, this tunnel will open and the past will be washed away, he says. Yeah, and, and the queen. like, yay, we don't know what's happening because we don't use our brain. No, ant brains. The queen is like, that was a great speech. Sure wish my daughter was here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no worries. I'm working on it. I'll find her. Goodbye, queen. He's very intense about it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. see yeah. We see Bala and Z sneaking around trying to make it to the the mega tunnel mm-hmm. at the same time that Mandible and Cutter are talking about sealing up the tunnel. Yes. But Cutter says, I've been thinking. Maybe we shouldn't go through with this? Because I mean like look at all of the things that these workers have done. Look at all they have com- look at all they've accomplished. Yeah. They're the true like backbone of this colony. Isn't there some other way that we could get this done without killing everyone? Yeah, and Mandible is like, listen, you're a good officer, but you have a certain weakness for the lower orders that I find disturbing. Mm -hmm. Now seal up the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay. And then (laughs) not him seals it up. So I don't know what... They were kind of standing in the way of the tunnel. Yeah. He really just, like, gets out of the way so that the other ants can, like, put all the big rocks. Yeah. 
It is also better than what I thought was gonna, because I assumed that he was gonna, like, kick him in there and be like, oh, you want to be with them so bad? Bloop! And then seal him up in right. there, but that's not what happened. He said, okay, you're right, we'll seal up the tunnel. So they start sealing it up with these giant rocks, just as Bala and Z make it into the tunnel. Yeah, they, like, get in right at the last second. Yep. Bala tries from where they are to yell for the queen, uh-huh. but as Z notices, every worker in the colony is there. Yes. Including a guy that owes him money. Right. Which is the joke that we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen's giving a speech, mm-hmm. so Z and Bala split up. Bala is like, I'll head towards the queen, you go get the stop workers, the, you know. Yeah, go stop the digging. Right. So he's running over top of their heads, mm-hmm. yelling at them, you know, oh, sorry, excuse me, pardon me, whatever, making his way through. Gets to the tunnel where they're digging, and is like, stop, everybody stop, put your pickaxes down, stop working! And somebody says, on whose authority? He says, on your own authority. Yeah. Weaver is super excited to see him because he assumed that he was dead because he's, you know, been gone for so long. Right. But as Tika wants to know, like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And Z tells them that if they break through the tunnel, everyone is going to... Drown. Because we cut over to Bala, who's explaining it to the queen. Yeah. So we cut back to Z, who's explaining it to the foreman. And he's like, listen, I have orders, Okay. I've I've been told you guys gotta dig. I'm telling you, you gotta dig. That's all I know. Yeah, and so he's like, well, would you jump off a bridge if you were ordered to? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. Because, yeah, of course he would. But he's like, look, diggers, guys, think for yourselves. Mm-hmm. And as they're all arguing, mm-hmm. the foreman picks up a pickaxe and throws it at the wall. Yeah. Because he's frustrated. Yeah, he's just like, you guys are here to dig. You're here to work. Do and it. that was the final straw. Yeah. Because water starts spewing out oh no and they all start running yep we come back to the queen who is like everyone we've been deceived we need to calmly head to the exits in an orderly fashion but at the same time the workers have run out of the tunnel and Mm -hmm. are screaming yeah they're rushing in they're panicking they're telling everyone to get out as fast as they can every ant for himself yep chaos yep they try to leave, they realize all the exits are blocked, and they are trapped in there. Mm-hmm. And the water starts rushing in, but they do sort of get a bit of a reprieve, because they're in the middle, so there's they've got, like, higher ground. Yeah. I couldn't really tell if, like, some ants got drowned or not, if they made it out. I wouldn't kind think of that ambiguous. they wouldn't show that, considering all of the shit that they have shown so that's far. That's true. So they get out of the way. But, yeah. I guess that's implied. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> hard to tell. But so they all get it to the middle- and they're like, okay, what do we do? You know, they're talking about it. But then Z looks over and sees that, like, a smaller group of ants has gotten kind of separated and is making a ladder chain of ants to get up to, like, a ridge. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, we'll, we'll just do that. We'll make a huge ladder and we can get to the top. There are some holes Yeah, he can see, us. like, the sunlight through the ceiling a little bit. Yeah, so as long as we could reach that, we could all get out. Right, so Weaver lifts him up on his shoulders so he can address everyone. Mm-hmm. And one ant is like, well, who the heck are you? Yeah. But Weaver's like, he's Z. I think actually Princess Bala says it. Oh, does she? Yeah. Can't remember. Because she's excited for him, too. So they start to make a ladder. Yep. And they work on getting the queen out. Yep. Bala and Z kind of say goodbye. Yeah. Because she's like, I have to help my mom. And he's on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. So it's like, he may not make it. You Someone know. has to carry her giant ass. Gotta carry my mom's ass. <laughs> But he's like, I'll see you on the other side or whatever. Is she still giving birth while this is happening? God, I hope not. (laughs) Passing up babies. Right. So they start making a ladder. Yeah. Like he and Weaver down on the bottom. I think Azteca's on the bottom too. Yeah. Then we cut back to Mandible, who is outside speaking to a bunch of troops. 
talking about how the strong are rising above the weak. Yeah. And the ant ladder is growing, Mm -hmm. but it's not quite tall enough. They can't quite reach the ceiling. Yeah, he's so close. They just, he's like, if we just had a couple more ants, we would make it. Z and Azteca start climbing to the top. Yeah, because Weaver is like, you guys go up there. And Z's like, you can't hold this whole thing by yourself. And he's like, yes, I can. And like muscles them out. And is like, now go! And so Z starts climbing. Azteca smooches Weaver and then starts climbing. And the water is rising very quickly. Yeah. It reaches Weaver's head. But then they break through the ceiling. They climb up real fast. Yeah. Dig through the ceiling. Yeah. And they break through right below where Mandible was giving this speech to yep. all the soldiers. And Punches Mandible, through the dirt. Yeah. Mandible says, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Cutter says, I think that's the weak element, sir. Yeah. And Z's like, what up? <laughs> yeah, he's the one, like, hanging off the cliff a bit and he reaches up and asks mandible you know like give me a hand mm-hmm. and mandible says you let go it's for the good of the colony yeah he says we are the colony yeah but mandible's like no so he gets his spear and he's like about to hit him with it or stab him or i don't know yeah, what i'm gonna whack him but then cutter punches him yeah and distracts him and he's like cutter what are you doing he says something i should have done a long time ago and he starts to reach down to help the ants out and says, this, he makes a big show of it instead of just helping them, even though some of them are drowning down there. Right. This is for the good of the colony. Yeah. And the mandible gets up from being punched and he says, you useless, ungrateful maggot. I am the colony. Mm-hmm. And he goes to tackle Cutter, but Z has gotten up onto land yep. and he pushes Cutter out of the way at the last second and Z and mandible go tumbling down towards the water below. Yep. Mandible lands on, like, a root, I guess, with a a sickening crunch. Right, even though it's fine. He should be fine. And Z lands in the water, which he should also be fine. None of them are in any kind of danger. But it's it's fine. But Cutter says to the other soldiers that are standing around, you guys start helping the ants out of this hole. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go help Z. So he, like, swan dives, he flies down and then dives into the water. Yeah. Why is he the only one with wings? I don't know. You would think the other soldiers would have them, too, because they're like the drones. Yeah. But he's the only one. Anyway, Weaver made it out. Yeah. We see him getting... I think he he looks a little bit unconscious. I don't know if they intended to do, like, a thing with that, but there's, like, too many near-death things anyway. So we see him. He gets pulled out. He's made it. Cutter's got Z, flies him back up out of the hole, lays him out on the dirt. But he's not moving. He's just laying there. Yeah. And Bala runs over and starts crying because she thinks that he's dead. And she does, like, the most ineffectual, like, she, like, touches his chest. She, like, puts a finger on his forehead. And she's like, Z, come on. Wake up. It's very... Wake up, Z. Uh, Philip Brainerd. Yeah. Talking to Weebo when she dies. Where he's like, ah, and not touching, really. And being like, I need to do something, but not actually doing anything. Yeah, it's very strange. And so I thought, like, oh, she's just gonna do that. She's gonna be like, Z, wake up. And then he's gonna wake up. Right. But then she does perform one second of CPR. She's like, ugh. She sounds, like, kind of annoyed about it, almost. Yeah. And then, like, puts her lips on his, which they've already kissed, so it's not even like, oh, I don't want to kiss you. Right, it's not weird. So that's a weird thing. But so, yeah, she puts her lips on his and, like, breathes into his lungs and then, <laughs> he's fine. Yeah. I was like, why didn't you do that before? Why with all the hand-wringing and the <sighs> touching and the- it was just really strange. So anyway, he's okay. He says, ouch. Oh, and bet. then makes, like, a come here face and then they smooch some more. And then, as Tekka 
looks at Weaver and says, you know, Weaver, you still owe me that dinner. Mm-hmm. And Weaver just goes, baby love. And I yeah. think it was meant to be like, oh, baby love. Charming. But he just goes, baby love, because it's Sylvester Stallone. Right. Zero percent charm. Mm-hmm. Roll for charm. <laughs> Nat one. Nat one. Baby Damn. love. Yeah, but Z gets up. Everyone's cheering. Weaver gives him a high five. He says, you da aunt. <laughs> yep. More charm. Yep. Um, but he and Bala are lifted up onto everyone's shoulders. Yeah, Z's like, no, 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 don't. I can't handle this kind of attention. On second thought, actually, maybe I love it. Yeah. I'm just like, shut up. And then Actually. we get another voiceover where yeah. he says, there you have it. Yep. The classic boy meets girl, boy likes girl, boy changes underlying social order story. Yeah. He explains they rebuilt the colony and it's better than before because it has an indoor swimming pool, lol. <laughs> they can't swim. They drown. <sighs> Immediately. Paula and Z are thinking of starting a family. Uh-huh. Just a million or two kids, you know? Sure. Z has a new therapist. Great. That's good. Mm-hmm. Finally feels like he's found his place. Which is right back where he started. But yeah. this time, he chose it. Uh-huh. Tight. At the end. As we're getting this voiceover, we're, like, zooming out from the colony, and we realize that, like, the colony and the lake and the monolith and Insectopia are all, like, three feet from each other, just, like, in a park in New York. Like, it's all very, like, the lake is a puddle. The yeah. monolith is a water fountain. Insectopia is obviously, like, a trash can. But uh-huh. it's all just, like... Within a three foot like yeah. space. That's why the you're like New York the bugs that can fly, you know, were yeah. getting to and from the colony so quickly. Right. Because <laughs> it's very close together. It's uh it's right there. I mean I understand, you know, it's like a yeah. huge space Ooh. for an ant. Anyway. Anyway, the end. The end. That's the end. Is it a replay or a rewind? Oh god. Yeah, it Terrible. wasn't it wasn't quite as dark as I remembered, but no. I still don't want to watch it again. No, it's not good and it's not for kids. I just I really don't understand. I don't really know who it's for. I don't either. Cuz it's yeah, even the innuendos are like a little too hammy. It's a little too heavy-handed. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Like it's not well done and it's not even nice to look at. No. Like, the ant faces are ugly. Yeah. Like, they're very disturbing. hard to look at, especially Barbados. Like, something about his face was just, like, really difficult to look at He looked me. like one of the California raisins. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just, like... Like, I think they were trying to make him look grizzled, but it was just, like, uncomfy. Yeah. Yeah, uncomfy. And yeah. they're all just, like unattractive shades of like reddish brown mm. and, and their cheekbones are too pointy the cheekbones are pointy they tried to give put face features on ant features they have human teeth the like people we talked teeth. about oh. that are really weird they they're just not pleasing you know and i mean we'll obviously talk about this at some point but like a bug's life everyone is like blue and purple yeah and like it's soft and and bright and like cheery yeah and colorful and they have teeth i think but they don't yeah they look probably like do this yeah and they're like they're not doesn't feel like they're trying to look like people faces yeah they're bug faces you know they have yeah. big eyeballs yeah. and they have like they're it's a pixar <sighs> movie they look like pixar characters yes yeah this is just unsettling did it make you cry no <laughs> No. No. I I mean, too, it's, again, minimal credit. I don't think it really even tried to have a moment where it wanted to make you cry. Right, Really. I mean, you're like, oh, Z's dead, but it doesn't draw it out long enough with the Mm. music or anything to be like, oh, God, he's 
dead. You know, they're just like, right. oh, no, Z. Oh, he's okay. The only, like, very sad part, I guess, would be when Barbados dies. Yeah. I and feel that's... like if Z did die at the end, I would just be like, oh. Yeah. Like, I felt more, like, emotionally connected yeah. to Barbados's character. <laughs> yeah. He's more likable. Absolutely. And that's <laughs> too horrifying. I know. To, like, be sad. You're just like, oh, God, his head is off. Anyway. anyway. It was released on October 2nd, 1998. The budget yeah. is listed everywhere as between $45 million and $105 million, and it took me a second to figure out why. It's but I will tell you why. bit of a discrepancy. According to DreamWorks, the film's budget was about $42 million, uh-huh. while the numbers $60 million and $105 million were also reported. But according to the Los Angeles Times, the first figure was very much doubted by the film industry, considering that other computer-animated films at the time cost twice that amount, mm. and the budget did not include the startup costs of the studio. Oh. Because this is the first DreamWorks animated movie. Gotcha. Right. But no matter how much it cost, it did make uh, about $172 million. Okay. So, so it, it still made, made money, money. Yeah. regardless. The question is, how much money are you going to attribute to this movie? Because how much are you going to say it cost? To make this movie. Right. Very interesting. Everyone on Earth disagrees with us because the Rotten Tomatoes percent is 93. And there's a good number of reviews, too. It's not like there's just two or three. There's, like, about 100. What? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? Ebert even gave it 3.5 stars, which I am so surprised by because he always seems to be the one that's, like, concerned about what's too terrifying for kids. Yeah! And what's gonna disturb them. Yeah! But he loved it. You're telling me he's upset. Because a baby crawling through a window, clearly unharmed. You call that unharmed? You know, giggling the whole time. Doesn't cry once in the whole movie. He's like, that's too scary for children. Yeah. But seeing, because it's an ant, seeing a man's head removed from his body amid the carnage of a battlefield. That included acid. Acid. Screaming. There's so much screaming happening. That three and a half stars. Yeah. You get, Jurassic Park only gives three. You're, ooh, how dare Roger Ebert. <laughs> so I didn't write down his whole review this time because it was mostly just like a rehashing of the plot. Yeah. But to sum it up, he said, the visuals are joined to a screenplay with wickedly amusing dialogue and lots of cross-references to current culture. He called it a fable with the resonance of Animal Farm. Okay, I know that we were only 10, like, when this movie came out. Yes. What cultural references are there? He references, like... When Weaver says, you to ant. No! As like a cultural touchstone. And oh I was God. like, okay, buddy. Because people said you to man for like five minutes in the 90s? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, A journalist from Pop Matters compared A Bug's Life and Ants. Yeah. And said, the feud deepened with both teams making accusations and excuses and a release date war ensued. While Ant beat A Bug's Life to the big screen by two months, the latter film significantly outgrossed its predecessor. Rip off or not, Ansa's critical response has proven to be almost exactly as positive as what A Bug's Life has enjoyed. They both did really well. So weird. Yeah. I don't get it. Especially, yeah, when the two of them are put side by side and you're like, okay, do I... I, Alright, right here in this cave, how many times have you seen A Bug's Life? At least twice. I'm, I'm stretching. Because I'm going to explain. Oh, I'm so excited. The drama. Because I see the names listed here in notes, and I'm very... It's a lot. I'm excited for what's about to happen. Lay it on me. So like I said, 
First of all, it's not a Woody Allen movie. He had no role in writing it at all, so we can both still say we've never seen a Woody Allen movie. Great. But Ants was the first film from DreamWorks Animation. It was only the third feature-length computer animated film ever made. Okay. Which, I mean, the animation does hold up. Sure. Impressive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> so were the other two? Toy Story and... There's one called Cassiopeia by another studio oh. that I hadn't heard of. Uh-uh. And I have never heard of that movie. No, we should watch it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to try and explain the Disney versus DreamWorks feud succinctly. Please. Katzenberg started at Disney with Michael Eisner. Like, Michael Eisner got a job, mm-hmm. and then he brought in Katzenberg in okay. 1984. <gasps> were they friends? They were friends. Oh, shit. He brought him in to fix their box office woes. Mm. And in with only in, like, four years or so, yeah. they had gone from being at the bottom to being at the top. And yeah. Katzenberg does get a lot of credit for that. Okay. In 1988... Disney Animation was pitched a movie called Army Ants. Mm -hmm. It was about a pacifist worker ant teaching lessons of independent thinking to his militaristic colony. Okay. It didn't go anywhere, but the idea was there. Sure. In 1993, Katzenberg had lobbied to become Eisner's second in command, which would have meant moving Frank Wells from president to vice chairman. Okay. Which Eisner was like, Wells would feel hurt if we did that. Right. But if he does step down, Uh. then... I assure you, I will move you up into that role. Okay. So, that happened in 1993. In 1994, Wells died in a helicopter crash. Okay. And instead of promoting Katzenberg, Eisner just took that job. And took the position of president for himself. Uh Uh-huh. This doesn't seem to be, like, just shitty, though, because Katzenberg was widely disliked. Yeah. And Roy Disney, who was the CEO at the time... Yeah. Hated him. Yeah. And lots of people said that he had been brought low by his ego and almost pathological need to be important. Hmm. So a lot of people were like, yes, he does deserve a lot of credit uh-huh. for us having the Renaissance and, and, you know, moving up to number one. Right. But like, he has no humility about it. And yeah. he is just like, n- no one enjoys being around him. Yeah. So you know. we can't give him this position of power. Yeah. We don't want him to have any more Ego than he already has, basically. Right. So tensions between Katzenberg, Eisner, and Roy Disney resulted in Katzenberg being forced to resign from the company in October 1994. Okay. Katzenberg launched a lawsuit against Disney to recover the money that he felt was owed, and they settled out of court for about $250 million. Later in 1994, he left Disney in October 94. Yeah. And started DreamWorks in the same year. What? Yeah, so in the same year, like, he left Disney, where he was, like, running the animation department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started DreamWorks. Yeah. Well, he's got $250 million. That'll help. I doubt that he got that that same year. Yeah. Lawsuits move so slowly. That's fair. But it isn't even even about the money, I don't think. It's just, like, how did you start a whole other production company, like, lickety split? I don't know. It's very impressive. he knows a lot of people. That's true. I mean, he's been working at Disney for 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So, DreamWorks started in 1994. Production Mm. on Ants started May 1996. Okay. By this time, Pixar's project, then similarly called Bugs, (laughs) was well known within the animation community. Mm -hmm. In general, both Ants and A Bug's Life center on a young male ant, a drone with oddball tendencies who struggles to win a princess's hand by saving their society. Yep. Lasseter, John Lasseter, Uh Pixar, and Steve Jobs 
believed that this idea had been stolen by Katzenberg. Interesting. Because Katzenberg had stayed in touch with Lasseter after the Disney split, Mm -hmm. often calling to check in. Mm -hmm. In October of 1995, Lasseter visited Katzenberg and they discussed their plans for bugs in detail. So, Lasseter tells Katzenberg, October 1995, the plot of A Bug's Life. Uh Uh-huh. Production on ants starts May 1996. Uh-huh. So, when Lassiter heard of the plan for ants, he felt betrayed, sure. as he would. So he called Katzenberg, and he was like, hey, I've heard that you're starting a movie about bugs. Uh-huh. Specifically ants. Specifically ants. Not just any kind of bug. And Katzenberg's like, yeah, but, like, I didn't steal your idea. Like, a couple different people pitched the idea to me, you know, and it just sounded like a good idea. It doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing. Right. (laughs) But then Lasseter realized that Katzenberg was under the impression that Disney was out to get him and Mm -hmm. that he had just become cannon fodder in Katzenberg's fight with Disney. Mm -hmm. So Lasseter was like, and, you know, that's how our friendship ended. Yeah. He stole my movie idea. Yeah. And then said, it's got nothing to do with you. Right. When it very much did. Okay, so, and then... Oh, no. There was a feud about the release date. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, there's always drama about when movies are going to be released, because, sure. you know, competition. they're similar, yeah. Right. So, DreamWorks announced that The Prince of Egypt would be released November 1998. Mm-hmm. But then Disney announced that A Bug's Life would be released the same weekend. Okay. So, Katzenberg had a meeting with them and was like, can we move this at all? Yeah. And Disney was like, no. No. Fuck you, actually. We're gonna crush you because no one knows who you are. Right. So and then we're Disney. DreamWorks was like, fine, I'll move Prince of Egypt to Christmas and I will move the opening of Ants from uh-huh. March 1999 to October 1998. Uh-huh. In order to beat A Bug's Life into cinemas by two months. Yeah. So Ants came first. Yes. Yeah. I know. Intentionally. I... He paid yeah. out the ass, which is why I think the 45 million budget is... Totally Bullshit. untrue, because he paid to get it done almost, what, like, October, it's... November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Seven months earlier. Yeah, that's On insane. a full-length feature computer animated movie. Yeah. Like, he put money into that just to spite them. Yep. Yeah, it was. it's not even a full two months, because Ants came out November, like, 20-something? No, November... Ants, Ants came out October right. 3rd. Ants yeah. is October 2nd. Or, um, yeah, and then... A Bug's Life is, like, middle of November. Yeah. So it's not even a full two months. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. So Lassiter publicly dismissed Ants as a schlock version of A Bug's Life. However, he did later admit that he never saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. But this next little bit- He didn't need to. He wrote it. Right. This next little bit makes me sad because he said, he claimed that if DreamWorks had made the film about anything other than insects, he would have closed Pixar for the day- so the entire company could go see it. Aww. Because he, he thought they were friends. supported his friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they all knew each other. Yeah. You know, the animation absolutely. community isn't that big. No. And especially since Katzenberg had worked at Disney for so long. It's not like, oh, this up and coming dude right. that I know who's trying to... It's like, no, this guy who used to work with us mm-hmm. and who probably a lot of us can thank the fact that we have jobs can yeah. attribute it to this man. Yeah. Because he helped Disney... To not go under. And so we are in this business because of him. And yeah, we had to get rid of him because he sucks. But, you know, we still are going to go support him doing his own thing. Right. But no, because he just fucking took my whole idea. Yeah. Thought we were friends. And I was like, here's a cool story I'm writing. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to take that, but make it ugly. What the fuck? 
yeah. Jeffrey Katzenberg. I know, he sucks so bad. You dick. It's worse than we thought. It's true. I don't have that much more information because the drama was so much. That's a lot. <laughs> no. I didn't want to like keep going on and on. That's fine. I do want to say that Arnold Schwarzenegger was originally offered the part of Weaver, but Schwarzenegger wanted to be paid, and Sylvester Stallone was like, I'll do it for free. <laughs> Which is like, why, buddy? You could have gotten paid. Yeah, they would have paid you. That's kind of the point of the movie. Right. <laughs> you, you deserve compensation for your work, but okay. Yeah. Well, he probably, too, was like, oh, it's their first movie that they're putting out. Yeah. You know, like, it'll be a fun. Out. It'll be a fun role. It'll you be know. a fun thing for yeah. me to do, and, you know... I can put my name on this movie and help them get people, but yeah. you get what you paid for, right. I'm just going to say. Sarah Jessica Parker was supposed to play Princess Bala mm-hmm. and recorded dialogue for it, but was fired for unspecified reasons. Interesting. And then Sharon Stone took the part. Interesting. Probably just being too horny on a broomstick. <laughs> Got fired, you know? Yeah, I do wonder what those reasons were. Yeah, me too. I don't know guess we'll never know we'll never know this is the first computer animated film to be rated pg huh yeah and the only one released in the 20th century to do so interesting the pg rating is because of casual swearing yeah a lot of it a lot of it yeah they say what the hell they call him a tight ass he says you're always bitching like it's not just like in intense moments either you know i guess it'd be one thing if you got Barbados's head on the battlefield and he's like, war as hell, kid, get out of here, make your own decisions. Yeah. Or like somebody just going, damn, I think is usually like, yeah. fine. But like, what are you bitching about? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This was Woody Allen's first appearance in an animated film and he did not enjoy it. <laughs> no? But it was the most successful film that he had ever been involved with. Good. Which I find... I do so like funny. That. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. His first animated film, he didn't like it, yep. but it made more money than any of his other movies. Yep. Hilarious. Uh, Take that. Good. Mr. Allen. Has he been in any other animated films? I don't know. Oh. And I don't care. <laughs> because I don't like him. It just says his first appearance and not his only appearance. Right. So I'm, so like, I'm sure. Probably yeah. he's in something. Right. I mean, he's there in... was supposed to be an Ants too, <sighs> but they didn't do it. This piece of trivia annoyed me. Oh, yeah? Because I hate... That this movie is called Ants with a Z. Yeah. Because it's stupid. Yeah. But there is an argument to be made that the film has always had two simultaneous titles. Ants with a Z is obviously a play on ants mm-hmm. with an S. Mm-hmm. But with the lopsided Z in the title graphic, it can also be read as Ant Z. Mm. As in the lead hero, whose full name is Ant Z4195. Marion. Known in his short version of his name as Z. So that's why there's a Z, because the character's name is Z. Mm. Sure. Of course. Great. Love it. I think there's a Z, because there's a Z in Katzenberg. Ugh! And I think he was just like, <laughs> That's an even better point. Let's put a Z on there, because it's about me! Yeah. Z, Z, what about me? <laughs> yeah, but that's the movie. God, that, honestly... I mean, there's... I hate it more now. I know, and like, there's more trivia out there about it, but the fact that this movie exists just to spite people that he was friends with yeah just frustrates me to no end pure spite i know the thing about john lasseter makes me genuinely angry because i don't particularly like michael eisner either no he sucks yes it's fine he did buy robin williams a picasso once though he did (laughs) to no avail yeah but i feel like john lasseter i don't know the guy i don't know any of these guys but i I feel like john lasseter is cool 
And he seems like a nice guy. Well, and even to be Some like... cool ideas. To be like, Katzenberg, I know that you don't work at Disney anymore, but I'm going to talk to you about this project that I'm excited yeah, about because friends, we're friends. Yeah, and you've got a studio and I'm excited for you. There and was I would have um, gone to support you. There's even a thing that Lasseter said, which I didn't put in the notes, but he was telling all of his animated animation friends while he was working on Toy Story. Mm-hmm. He was like, listen, this is going to start like a, a rush on computer animated movies the same way that star wars started a rush on space movies yeah so you guys need like he went to his friends who worked in other studios who would be considered his quote-unquote competition and was like this movie comes out this day you guys need to get started on computer animated start working on start learning movies yeah rather than be behind trying to keep it all to himself yeah so i think he's probably an okay guy i know and i I mean at least from what you have told me he had nothing to do with katzenberg getting let go no yeah to resign yeah so like how you gonna steal his idea, Jeff? Uh, He's just out here trying to make movies. Oh, you. You. <laughs> well, yeah, that truly made me dislike this movie even more than I already did. Not that it was hard, because I didn't like it I going know. in. I know. Yeah, it's just a fucking spiteful cash grab. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, and the fact that then they rushed it. Which, I mean, it's so, like, petty to be like, well, see... My bug movie came out first. My, my bug movie could beat up your bug movie. But it's just like, it's just an extra slap in the face to John Lasseter, who's like, I wrote this whole script and this whole, I had this whole idea and then you stole it. And then you rushed it so that it came out before mine. And now I look like I stole it from you. Yeah. Which is not even true. I know. That's so not fair. I'm so mad. I do feel behalf. like, yeah, though, um, what, what am I trying to think of? I do think that John Lasseter does win this, though, because people have better memories of A Bug's Life. Yeah. Even though financially, I think they were about the same and critically received about the same. Like, society remembers A Bug's Life as the bug movie and Ants as the weird secondary ripoff. Right. The the knockoff bug movie. Right. For sure. For sure. I would have... If, yeah, if I had to guess, I would say... I mean, I knew that they came out roughly around the same time. I would have said that A Bug's Life came out first. I didn't realize it was so close. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it is very interesting and it's, it's almost, uh, like death to Smoochie where it's like, oh, these cute kids movies are yeah. behind the scene. It's just backstabbing and cutthroat. Yeah. You know, bullshit, but man, rude. Yes. Very rude. Is anyway. Katzenberg still in charge of DreamWorks? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't care. I wonder if he's still around. It's just interesting. Yeah. Especially, I don't know. I just like. I like the drama because I'm not involved right, in it. Yeah, exactly. And so it is very interesting to learn about this. That's part of why I'm a hairdresser. Yeah. I love the drama like, that doesn't involve me. Tell me about all your things. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, that's Ants. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to do A Bug's you. Life one day. Yeah. Because fuck this movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I know we picked it because we knew we weren't going to like it. Mm. So... Yeah. And it's fun to hate on stuff. It is. It's true. And it is, I mean, it's dark. Like, I remembered it being, even as a kid, and I'm pretty sure I said this at the top, but even as a kid watching it and being like, I don't think this is for me. Yeah, I don't know that I should be watching this. Yeah. That's how I felt about Small Soldiers, too. We'll have to do that one, too. Yeah, same. Where I was like, this movie is dark. People die. And, like, in intense ways. Uh, So, yeah, very much the same feel of, like, it's war yeah. in that movie and yeah. in this movie where you're like, this is not sugar-coated. Because there's a battle in A Bug's Life. To watch war. But it's they're not wearing helmets and carrying no, guns, yeah. you know? like It's cheeky. They 
pretend to be a giant bird. Anyway, we'll get to that movie when we get to it. Yeah. In the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. If you want to come talk to us and tell us how you feel about bugs. If you're an entomologist. Yes, please. We have so many questions. Tell us about ants. Yes. I might just Google it as soon as we're done recording. Sure. Because I have so many questions now. It's more fun to read about it from someone who cares. Yeah. So if if you love bugs. Tell us. Especially if you're an entomologist. But even if you just are a bug enthusiast, mm-hmm. message us. Um, I have to say that the title entomologist sometimes makes me think that maybe they're just very enthusiastic about entomans. Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> are you an... I, I thought you were a bug doctor. No, I'm an entomologist. <laughs> I just eat donuts. All I eat are donuts. <laughs> oh. Do I look like an entomologist? No, I look like an entomologist. An entomologist. <laughs> bugs are gross. Anyway, if you want to talk to us about donuts or bugs, you can find us on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Replay Rewind Pod. There's one more. Tumblr. Oh, yeah, we have a Tumblr, too. It's Replay Rewind Podcast at Tumblr. Yeah. .gov. Yep. Um... You, you can listen to our other episodes on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're probably there. Check us out. If you have the ability to like, subscribe, review, share, please do all those things. It helps us get some more, not visibility, audibility, I would say. Um, yeah. I'm talking listeners. this fast because I really have to pee. And <laughs> uh, yeah, share us. Tell your friends about it. It's a great podcast. We love it. It paid for the walls in this room. Speaking of paying for the walls in this room, if you would like to help us out financially, you can go to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. We will mail you a sticker. We'll shout your name out on the show. And depending on which tier you sign up for, you will get three to four bonus episodes a month. We put out one every week. We do remixes. We rewrite movies that we thought were terrible. This one might (laughs) need revisiting at some point. Um, And then every month for the the higher tiers we do a movie that fits in the time frame but not in the not a kids movie like this mm. month we're doing Jurassic Park yeah so check that out it's great patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast exactly and in the meantime stay fresh cheese bags and don't forget to reduce reuse recycle replay rewind and revolt <laughs>